Today's podcast is sponsored by Jack Frost Big Boulder Ski Areas, where the snow comes first. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, February 2nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Finally, Andy Reid gets to hoist the Lombardi Trophy. Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs erased a 10-point deficit and went on to beat the San Francisco 49ers 31-20 in Super Bowl 54. Yay! It's the first Super- Quite a celebration. <laughs> it's the first Super Bowl crown for the Chiefs coach who will no longer wear the distinction of being the winningest coach in NFL history without a championship. Reed, who was with the Philadelphia Eagles for 14 years, never won a title with the Birds, but he laid the foundation for Philadelphia to become a contender. He went 130-93-1 as Eagles coach and reached four consecutive conference title games and a Super Bowl, but fell short of delivering a title in Philadelphia. Reed's win was celebrated Sunday night on Twitter, receiving congratulations from Donovan McNabb, Brian Dawkins, LeBron James, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the NFL. Hundreds of people renewed the search for five-year-old Dulce Maria Alaves in South Jersey Sunday. Volunteers combed the area around the school where Dulce attended in Bridgeton. 6ABC reported that the search took place at that location because a psychic made a claim to the family that the little girl was dead and buried behind her school. Uh, There was a little girl's shoe that was found at one point while members were searching, but it wasn't Dulce's. The mayor of the city of Bridgeton said the community isn't giving up hope. Dulce was visiting Bridgeton City Park on a family outing September 16th when she disappeared. The FBI, along with Bridgeton Police and the Cumberland County Prosecutor's Office, has been working to locate the girl. A reward currently stands at $75,000. If Sunday's efforts does not produce any results, the group plans to pick up the search again next Sunday. They shouldn't give up hope because I saw a documentary over the weekend about um, you know children that go missing. And, and sometimes, and I mean, we know, like Elizabeth Smart, year, yeah. a long time can, tr- can pass and they find these kids, and and so you know, but but God, it's this just is, so bizarre. It I is, mean, and for some reason, I'm like watching this case. Yeah. I check, you know, I'll Google her name every once in a while because you won't hear about it for a little while. Obviously, right. the search has been going on since September, but this little girl just vanished, disappeared from within, a park within it seemed like seconds, and that's what makes it so frustrating. And there's no nothing. They didn't yeah. find anything of hers. There was no shoe. There was no clothing. And, there was no body. Nothing. But the sad part of it is that that can happen. Yes. Someone oh, yeah. can come and just. Boom. Be in the right place in time, and boom, gone scot free. Nobody sees anything. And even it's like happened. they had, they had a vehicle, a description of a vehicle. I think they were able to speak to you know some of the people that were at the park. They looked at if anybody were taking ki- uh, pictures of their kids at the park. They wanted to see yeah. them so they could see what was in the background, and nothing. They've they've got nothing at this point. Uh, but so very sad. But uh, apparently, they somebody went and saw a psychic. It was a family spokesperson that came out and said that that's why they went back to search and that they're going to go back out again next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Officials say the patient being tested for coronavirus in New York City did everything right. And if that patient tests positive, the health department is ready to react. A person under 40 years old who had spent time in mainland China arrived in the city on Thursday and called 911 on Friday after feeling symptoms, which included a fever, cough, and runny nose. Early Saturday morning, an ambulance brought the patient to Bellevue Hospital. Mayor Bill de Blasio said the patient did exactly as they should have by following the guidelines that New York City put out. The patient said he had been in China and he'd asked the waiter what the bat was doing in his suit. <laughs> and the waiter said the bat the yeah, right. Officials report testing will take 36 to 48 hours and depends on the CDC, uh, the CDC testing capacity. The patient is currently stable. Uh, so the virus that started in Wuhan meat market has now infected more than 14,000 people globally, killing nearly 300 people. I mean, that's... 
pretty significant. Uh, yeah. Has it killed anybody outside of China? Not that that's you know what? So there's 11, any less tragic, but... Right. There's 11 confirmed cases in five states in the United States. Uh, the latest, a husband and wife in California. But, Nick, I don't know if any of those deaths uh, have Not been in I've the heard. United States. Not that I've heard. I haven't yeah, heard yeah, any fatalities domestically. Uh, but New York now becomes the 37th state looking mm. into possible cases. Officials declared a public health emergency. That means turning away foreign nationals who have been to China in the past 14 days. For American citizens, there are potential quarantine sites at four military locations in the West. Starting Sunday, all Americans returning to the United States from China will be tested at seven ports of entry, including JFK Airport. And they're just going to straight up ban flights, right? Yes. From? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, you can't even get there anymore. Because, you know, it's it's one of those cases where uh, once the cat's out of the bag, you it's hard to control yeah. it then. So uh, I can see this. All right, in sports this morning. Oh. <laughs> Ball sacks are young. Here. God. That's one way to start a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs are the Super Bowl champs. Pat Mahomes led the Chiefs to 21 straight points in the final 6 minutes 13 seconds for a 31-20 win over the San Francisco 49ers. The tre- Chiefs trailed 24 to nothing and 17 to 7 in previous playoff games and fell 20 to 10 in the third quarter, but Mahomes Completed passes of 44 yards to Tyreek Hill and 38 to Sammy Watkins and threw touchdowns to Travis Kelsey and Damian Williams for the lead. This was the first NFL title in Coach Reed's two-decade career, and he's been seeking one as a head coach since being hired by the Eagles in 1999. As confetti fell and the Chiefs celebrated the end of the NFL's 100th season, Reed said, this is what it's all about. What a great team, great coaches. Appreciate every bit of it. The Sixers continue to struggle on the road and have lost Mm. two in a, two in a row uh, away from South Philly, including a game in Boston on Saturday night against the Celtics. They're in Miami tonight for a game against the Heat and tip-off is scheduled for 7.30. And the Flyers beat the Colorado Avalanche at home on Saturday night to improve their playoff position in the Eastern Conference. The Flyers are 6-2-2 two, and two over their last 10 games and have 28 wins and 63 points on the season. They're in Detroit to play the Red Wings. The puck drops at 7.30 and the game will be broadcast here on WMMR. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to a Monday morning indeed. Let's see what we got for you new word of the week prize oh my god casey i know oh wow what is it we have a pair of three-day tickets to see fish not only that preston it gets better what else all right this is is on the beach in atlantic city plus A hotel stay for three nights at the Borgata Hotel oh. and Casino and Spa. Well, oh, they just opened up one in the Pine Barrens. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's the location. That's, right. that's the one. I mean, perfect for fish fans. This is this is unprecedented. Our word of the week prize is a fish related prize. Did yeah. you ask for this? No, no. Oh. Uh, they, that's uh, they freaking awesome. Yeah, but wow. uh, tickets go on sale for the entire tour. On Friday, so this is this is big news, but guys. Three nights at the Borgata—that's pretty badass. Yeah, three that nights is at, awesome. at Borgata. Borgata. You know, It's—they're uh, so particular and picky about that. It's okay. not the oh, Borgata. Not no, it's Borgata. I think yeah. I heard fish going into a commercial break on the uh, Super Bowl. Last Nick, it's not fish; it's the fish. <laughs> Sorry, uh, twice. Yeah. So there is a there is a music director who works for Fox NFL, plays fish at every single one of his broadcasts. So they played a song called Character Zero in the first half. They played. Uh, a song called Free in the Second Half. Yeah. Bertha from the Grateful Dead. Yeah, Bertha. Be- believe me, 
like everybody, I'm, we're, you know, there's a whole text chain of all of my fish hippie friends. They're like, did you hear that? Did you see that? Yeah. It sounded good, So though. I did my investigative work, and this guy's name is Jake, and he's a huge fish fan. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Nice. All right, so, so we're, anyway. we're going to get you started. We're going to get you started with the letter of the day for the word of the week this week, and we will give that away on Friday. As far as more winning is concerned, today is the last day that we are doing for easy money. So you got five chances. That's still a good amount right there for you to win $1,000, maybe even ten grand for the grand prize. So that is coming up around 8 o'clock. We'll get that. And then we have a concert announcement this morning, a big concert announcement this morning. So we're going to get to that around 9 o'clock. And if 8 o'clock. Uh, okay, 8 o'clock. Sorry. And if you're good, uh, we'll do our best to maybe get you some tickets. So yes. We'll work on that, too. Uh, we are also going to have on the program today uh, Aiden Gillen. Uh, the second season of Project Blue Book is on. You can find that on the History Channel. I'm very familiar with this because so. my wife is into all the ancient alien shows. Okay. And uh, this is a show that they promote. We've watched it a number of times. Uh, so Aiden will be joining us a little later today. And we're, this returns to... Uh, the watch and win, watch, listen and win, I should say, with our friend Dr. Oz. we got another $500 prize to give away. We're going to do it for a couple of weeks, so you need to watch Dr. Oz on Fox 29 weekdays at 2 p.m. Answer a question the, the next day about the show, and you could win $500. So today we'll just probably do a generic question yep. and make it easy on you, but we'll remind you to watch it. But $500 every day, too, and we'll do that around 930-ish, as close to that as we can get it. Uh, with all of that going on, it's also a new month since we last. Oh my God! So we got to change our calendar. Uh, we said goodbye. We are saying goodbye to the month of January. Gina, what a way to kick off the calendar. She's stunning. Uh, but next, we have in rolling into the month of January from Bear, Delaware. Uh huh. We have uh, Bronte, who is our calendar girl for Woo. all of February and an extra. Long February this month. That's it's right. 29 days. Did we get that right in our calendar? Yes, we did. I want to make sure we actually had a 29th in there. So Bronte is there, and you can check her Instagram account at Bronte underscore Brown. Uh, from Bear, Delaware. That's right. Bear Watch. That's right. Uh, so thank you, Bronte, for being in our uh, the pages of our Totally Office calendar. So make sure you check that out today. All right. Uh, that and obviously we got to, you know, hit the Super Bowl and talk a little bit about that stuff. Yeah, big, big day, yes. Yeah, yeah. So we'll take a break, come back, and before we get to all of that, we will uh, do the stupid question, and I have a stack of entertainment stories to run by you, so that stuff is coming up. Make sure you hang with us on this Monday morning. Weather's going to be great, too, so we'll be in there with you. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so for a stupid question, going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home and Garden Show, February 14th through the 16th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks. So we're in February, Black History Month, and uh, I pepper some Black History questions uh, throughout the month, uh, courtesy of our buddy Craig Legans. He sent me; he always sends me some really good ones. 
Uh, so, uh, and he asks only that I mention his show, My Life in 19 Inches. <laughs> Friday, February 14th, 8 p.m. at the Rotunda, 4014 Walnut Street, $15 at the door, $10 online at therotunda.org. That's the official big plug I'm going to give Yes, and it's a Valentine's Day show, clearly. Here's the question for you. Everybody knows Jackie Robinson was the first black baseball player in the Major League history. Who was the second? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's always the second dude that it just, just kind of gets lost in the right. history books. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. So Jackie Robinson, the first black baseball player in the in Major League history. Who was the second? Call now. Let's see if you know the answer. I'm going to go through some birthdays while we're waiting for that answer. Monday, February 3rd. And we'll start with, uh, Nick, you pulled a couple here on IMDb. Warwick Davis, the actor. He is uh, 50 years old. Willow. I just saw him in something. The uh, Star uh, Wars? He was in, he's in Rise of the Skywalker or whatever it's called. Huh, is he? No. Yeah. He's been in loads of stuff throughout the years. But Willow, I remember loving that movie. It's been a long, long time since <laughs> I've seen that. He's also in the Harry Potter uh, He's series. great. He's great. And Leprechaun? Uh, original... Is he Leprechaun? He's Leprechaun. Warwick <laughs> Davis. How about Maleficent, Steve? Did you see the uh, second one of those? Nick, I'm, I, it was just weird that I saw him in it and I forget what it was, was about. Oh, um, it was, was it Solo? He's in Solo. Yes. Yeah, yeah Solo. Okay. okay. Uh, he celebrates his, how old was he, Nick? 50, uh, I believe. 50th birthday yeah. today. Leprechaun. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> hey, you're Leprechaun. <laughs> Let me go next to Blythe Danner. Love her. Gwyneth Paltrow's mummy. I've always thought she was a, uh, 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 a sexy woman. Yeah. A, 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 a yeah. regal sexy woman. And she is also a great actress. And she's in a movie, Preston, that I, I don't know if you know, but, uh, uh, the Great Santini with Robert Duvall. Yeah. She's I, his wife. I didn't see it, but I'm familiar. I know you so always good. talk about what a great film that yeah. is. Uh, she's 77 years old today. Morgan Fairchild is 70 oh, today. Oh, from Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Yes. yes. You know her from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> she played Dottie at the end in the movie they made about his life. Uh, Mr. Herman. <laughs> Mr. Herman. Uh, she was on a show called Flamingo Road. Right, that? which is all that, that time they had. Uh, was it Falcon Crest and Falcon Flamingo Crest, Road yeah. and Dynasty and everything? Yeah. She was definitely a, uh, a very, very sexy woman at the time. And did, she was, uh, was she on Friends as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she played... Uh, Chandler's mom. Chandler's mom, yeah. Chandler's dad, of course, was... Uh, Catherine, or oh, Kathleen Turner. Right. Kathleen that's Turner, right. yeah. She's a big animal uh, rights person. Uh, we're looking at a picture of her now that looks like she's wearing a Morgan Fairchild helmet. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, she has Aww. big hair. She's 70 today. Nathan Lane, the great actor, uh, the producers, the birdcage, uh, many, many things over the years. Did he you play know? the uh, original Meerkat in Lion King? Was yeah. that his voice? Th- uh, that's him? Yeah. You're right. He also plays a character on Modern Family called Pepper. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and okay. uh, uh, he is hilarious. 64 today. Isla Fisher, stunning. Oh, oh yeah. Beautiful redhead. Married to uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. Which is uh, weird. Uh, you find that strange? Well, yeah, that coupling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, women are attracted to humor. It's clear. Look uh, <laughs> she's so great in Wedding Crashers as well. She's uh, 44 today. What's the Gal Gadot movie that she was in? Uh, which, the, oh, yeah. Keeping with up with the Joneses. Keeping, keeping up with the Joneses, is that it? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yep. Yes, there's a wonderful scene with Gal uh, in the uh, in a changing room. Uh, Isla is 44 today. Uh, the great Fran Tarkenton, Hall wow, of Fame, uh, quarterback. Uh, Did your dad play football with him or against against him? him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Uh, Fran is 80 years old today. Maura Tierney from uh, ER and The Affair. 
uh, 55 years old she today. She was the, um, she presided over my friend Rick's wedding. What? Yeah. What? what? Yeah, so my my friend Rick from high school, and, and I call him my did friend because. Did she play against Fran Tarkenton? She did not. Yeah. No. Uh, so my friend Rick was a um, hairstylist on Broadway for the longest time. Now he's out in L.A. doing hair out there and has, like, struck up friendships with Glenn Close and him mm. and her and. Get, get, get him to betray all of his confidential client lists <laughs> and have these people call us. Wasn't she in Liar Liar as well? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Do you want like seven degrees? Yeah. Of Mara Tierney? From, no, from, from, from the Preston and Steve show. So Mara Tierney, it's either, it was either a boyfriend or ex-husband is now d- dating Belarus's ex-girlfriend. Why? Wow. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Double wow. back again. Follow with me. Go right. along with me. Right. Okay. So she is either the ex-wife or ex-girlfriend. Of Belarus's ex-girlfriend. Preston. I oh, can't follow. Oh, no. No, the husband. So Mara Tierney's ex-husband. Oh, okay. Is right, dating. Is dating somebody the, that Belarus used to date. The the, the blonde? Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Really? And she told me that she couldn't watch the affair. She goes, I can't watch it. I'm like, it's just a show. And she's like, I know, but it's like, you know, because there, there was, a, in the at least in the first season, there was a lot of sex in that movie. And she's mm. like, I don't know that I want to watch her do that. Okay. See, we're basically famous. Just <laughs> yeah. no one knows yeah. it. Right. You're going to have to draw a diagram for I me will. so I can yeah. understand sure. this. By the way, uh, Belarus, uh, he was in Miami. He got down to Miami in a private airplane. Do you guys see this on, like, social media? It's probably the I, clients I of his, like, $9 million houses that he's selling. No, I don't uh, I don't keep tabs on John. Why? Me neither. Okay. I just, I don't either. Normally I don't, but there he was outside of a private aircraft, and I was like, wow. <laughs> I, was there any proof he'd flown to that aircraft? Yeah. Or just, yeah. <laughs> he just jumped the fence in a private airport. Maybe uh, more like. <laughs> hey, Uber, can you drive me over to that uh, plane over there? Mara Tierney is uh, 55 today. Dave Davies, guitarist of the Kinks, brother to Ray Davies, is 73 years old. That was a big battle. Does that still continue? Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, they don't, uh, I don't think they speak with one another. When I worked for Pierre for for three years, uh, he holds the Kinks in really high regard. Oh, as do I. And um, so he ranks, uh, like, the British bands as the most influential. Yeah. And, and uh, the Kinks are right up there for him with the Beatles and the Stones and the Who and, and Zeppelin. Yeah, so he's uh, 73 years old today. And then the last birthday, Steve, I brought this up for us. Uh, the singer Melanie. Melanie! Who had the song Brand New Key. Yes. Uh, I've got a brand new pair of roller skates. Oh, I've got a brand oh. new pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. <laughs> I think that we should get together and try them out to see. Yep, she's 73 years old today. <laughs> <laughs> Was that about sex? I think so. It has to I be, think right? So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guys, you have a penis, I have yeah, a vagina. Yeah. yeah. Let's only roller skates. Put and it key. in that and let's see what happens. Stick it in there and Ow. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if that doesn't work, I can turn around. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh that's what I was just guessing. It was you know it seemed to a be. metaphor for sex. I don't know. Yeah. She's seventy three today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh everybody knows Jackie Robinson, the first black baseball player in Major League history, who was the second two one five two six three WMMR. We're gonna go to Ken for the answer. Yo, Ken, how you doing, man? Ken I'm doing great, Preston. How you doing? I'm here, I'm here. All right, all good. Do me a favor and tell me who is the second uh black baseball player in Major League history. That would be Mr. Larry Doby. Larry Doby. Yeah. Oh! You got a fun hang on. We are going to take care of you. Uh, by the way, he played for the Cleveland Indians, and he was the first back player, black player in the American League. I did not know that. Jackie Robinson was a National League player. So, 
Since you got it right, we are going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home and Garden Show, uh, which is February 14th through the 16th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. And for more information and discount tickets, go to Philly HomeAndGardenShow.com. My grandfather served up a uh, home run to Larry Doby one time. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, so he pitched, uh, pitched in this uh, professional league in, in Portland, Oregon, and it was a semi-pro league back in the day. And so uh, Larry Doby, before he broke into the bigs, uh, played in a whole bunch of leagues, including the Negro Leagues. My grandfather was not in the league, Negro Leagues, uh, but he was in the semi-pro league. I don't league. think that guy's black. <laughs> no, no, he was uh, Italian. The, guy the, the Scottish guy <laughs> with no, the red hair. My mom's side. He was oh, okay. the Italian side. But uh, yeah, he served, served up a home run to Larry Doby. Wow. That's pretty cool. Isn't that pretty neat? Yeah. That's pretty cool. My name's McTavish <laughs> McElwain. <laughs> really? Yep. All right. So at the box office this weekend, uh, Bad Boys for Life was number one, uh, followed by 1917. Won some awards this weekend. I'll tell you about that in a moment. Uh, Dr. Doolittle, Greta and Han- Gretel and Hansel was fourth, followed by The Gentleman, Jumanji, The Next Level, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Uh, number eight was The Turning. Followed by Little Women and Rhythm Section to round out the top ten. Uh, we're going to go to the Weinstein stuff here. I've decided to save you some of the nitty gritty yes. of, of the details of the uh, witness, uh, you know, uh, testimonies because some of them are very graphic. And listen, they're 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 claiming they were raped. And yeah, I, yeah, I think mm. we know what entails that. that. Means, yeah. However, there are some details I am going to bring up that are kind of interesting from this particular actress, Jessica Mann. Uh, she had met Harvey when she and she initially said that it was a, she thought it was a sign from God. On Friday, the 34-year-old who was raised as an evangelical uh, on a dairy farm in Washington State uh, describes to jurors just how wrong her first impression had been. She said, "With my religious background and everything, I thought God was blessing me by having met him. I thought it was a blessing." Uh, she said that uh, she and a friend met with Harvey. At the uh, Montage Hotel in Beverly Hills in 2013, uh, nominally about an upcoming project. But the 67-year-old invited them up to his room to look at the script. Once there, he invited Mann into the suite's bedroom, and then he... Did his deal. Did He, he did his deal. She refused him. He became enraged. She said, uh, his anger scared me. I'm not letting you leave until you let me do something for you. Then he told me to sit on the bed, and then he, oh, you know, he raped God. her. Oh, dear God. Um, she faked that she enjoyed it uh, at the last second. She faked an orgasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say here. Uh, and she told him it was the best. Uh, Weinstein, just to get it over with, to get it done with, to get him off of her. Uh, she was, Weinstein assaulted her on multiple occasions, she testifies, all while promising her top-notch roles in films. Despite all this, she admits that she made the decision to, quote, be in a relationship with him. She said, I entered into what I thought was a real relationship with him, and it was extremely degrading from that point on. He would talk very dirty to me about fantasies and things and compare me to other actresses. He said he was, he said, we're doing kinky, dirty stuff. He always wanted to film me. Uh, now she goes on in graphic, giving graphic testimony about Weinstein's anatomy. Jeez. So, oh, so goddamn yeah. depressing. God. Listen to this. Did you hear about this? She says, the first time I saw him fully naked, I thought he was deformed and intersex. He has extreme scarring that I didn't know if he was a burn victim, but it didn't make sense. He does not have testicles and appears that he has a vagina. Oh, my God. What? Is what she has to say about this. What? Yes. What the? I don't understand. He has. A, it looks like he has an Indian. Yeah. That's what she's kind of. Like... But, uh, man, I, I thought 
judging by how hot he is physically, <laughs> yeah. that that would have to be an extraordinarily beautiful penis on that man. So that's kind of interesting. And he apparently, you know, hung his head low when she started talking about this in the courtroom. So um, I know. Yeah. Wow. I have a vaginus. So it's a vaginus. <laughs> <laughs> that I've never heard before. Uh, so the testimony continues. Oh, it's a, a laugh a minute, this thing. We'll see where this goes. Moving on to uh, one of the other high-profile uh, cases, uh, Lori Laughlin and Mossimo Giannulli are accused, uh, accusing, I'm sorry, federal prosecutors of withholding evidence from them. And it appears that this mm, there might be something to this. According to new legal documents obtained by the publication, TMZ, they say the evidence proves they didn't bribe anyone in a bid to get their daughters Olivia and Bella in the University of Southern California. In the legal filing, the pair claimed they believed that the $500,000 they gave Rick Singer was a payment going to USC itself, not a bribe that was directly bribing anyone. TMZ writes that the documents state Rick Singer has advised the government in sum and substance that the families that do the side door. The thing with the dad. What that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I know. Uh, they continue saying the government clearly acknowledges that Giannulli and Laughlin's alleged bribe payments did not go to any USC official personally, but rather went to USC itself. Maybe that's the way they presented it in court, Preston, to throw off everyone. And the side door of the thing of the guy who did it. Right. So you never know. These guys might have, uh, they might have a case. And they better hope something comes together. Yeah. Uh, by the way, they listed, we mentioned this last week, their Bel Air home for $28 million. Uh, it's currently not on the MLS. I'm not sure what that is. Major League Soccer. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not on the Major League Soccer and will only be shown to qualified buyers. Okay. Uh, it's the listing. Yeah, so Real it's not just a, a standard. You could you, you need it's to not call, on Zillow. You need to call Bolaris to Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they are willing to... Hi, I'm John Bolaris, and I can sell your home. They are willing to take a lower price than what they asked a few years ago because they Perhaps are... Perhaps you remember me as the Weather Ayatollah. They are serious about <laughs> Oh, yeah. The Weather Savior. The Weather Savior. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he called himself. <laughs> Uh, the insider continues saying that uh, they moved to the home when their daughters were in high school, and it was very convenient. That's why they got their twenty-eight million dollar home because it was near the it's, school. It was convenient. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, it's it's close to a school, and it's twenty-eight million dollars. Perfect. It's, it's time to move on from this chapter <clears throat> and to find their next project. Leave all the bad source. memories behind. So there you go. Uh, Sir Sam Mendez's 1917 won big at the BAFTA Film Awards last night. In all, the World War One film nabbed seven awards, including Best Film, Best British Film, Best Director, and Best Cinematography. Uh, Mendez is the first British winner of Best Director since Danny Boyle won for Slumdog Millionaire in 2009. This is very cool. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this movie, but yeah. I, I want to see it in a theater. Uh, Joker won three, including Best a- <clears throat> Actor for Joaquin Phoenix, while Renee Zellweger won Best Actress for her role, Judy. That's another she, big one. She might get the Oscar. I mean, uh, that's uh, I, I saw the movie. I thought she was excellent in it. Um, but uh, th- that that sort of came out of left field because yeah. there was you know other money on other actresses. But yeah, Parasite uh, picked up two biggies: uh, Best Original Screenplay huh. and Best Film Not in the English Language. Uh, other winners included Brad Pitt for Best Supporting Actor for uh, Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Laura Dern as Best Supporting Actress in Marriage Story. Uh, I don't think our buddy uh, Michael Giacchino won. He, the Best Original Score was won by uh, Joker. Yeah. 
Uh, but he posted a picture of him holding a bath, though. Yeah, I think uh, Jojo Rabbit won. Well, I know Jojo Rabbit won for adapted screenplay, so I think Taiko Waititi won for that, and so he was there with him. Okay. Uh, so they were there together. So I think Taiko Waititi won one, and uh, but um, Jakino did not. Okay. You know what I forgot? Taiko Waititi. You remember in the original Green Lantern, his yeah. buddy, yeah. Who, who's in, in, in the room? That's him. That's him? That's him. I didn't know that. Yeah, but I he, love that guy. His hair's all grown out. The funny guy yeah. who's like... Whoa! Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. remember. That's yeah. it. No, yeah. he was he was a good comic relief in that uh, yeah. in the film. Yeah. Great. Uh, the Baftas were the last major award show pre Oscars, which is this Sunday. So excited, you though? <laughs> it's so excited. <laughs> I've finally seen a couple of the movies, All so right. I will actually have a mild bit of interest in it. This is so. your your formal invitation to your party. Uh, yeah, come on over. <laughs> Did you watch? Joker? <laughs> <laughs> Did I watch what? Joker. Joker? No, I did not. Okay, you got me the uh, the download, but uh, I couldn't watch it on the plane because <clears throat> it wasn't an actual download; it was more of a stream thing. Oh, so you know, it was a flip book. But actually, <laughs> I started watching. I've watched like the first twenty minutes of it, so clearly I got a long way to go. But mm. uh, I liked what I saw so far. Um, but anyhow, moving on. Looks like Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake are doing just fine. Yeah, uh, you know. So after that, and the reason being is because she wished him happy birthday on social media. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that immediately indicates that everything is hunky dory. Mm-hmm. Uh, that if you want a sign that a marriage is rock solid, yeah. see if they're wishing each other happy birthday. <laughs> on Instagram, she wrote, "Happy birthday to the most timeless man I know." You somehow grow up without growing old. We love you so much. Mm, you'll know she didn't say, I love you so much. It's yeah. we love right, you so much. Right, 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 right. Uh, <clears throat> All right, speaking of love. Love. This is hilarious. Oh, yeah? All right. I'm sure you guys saw this. Pamela Anderson and her new husband, movie mogul John Peters, have split less than two weeks no after their secret, oh, my God. Their secret <laughs> wedding. Twelve days. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Twelve days. And she's always been so committed in her relationships. <laughs> She wrote, uh, or she said in a statement to the Hollywood Reporter, I have been moved by the warm reception to John and my union. Uh, we would ha- we would be very grateful for your support as we take some time apart to reevaluate what we want from life and from one another. Life is a journey, and love is a process. With that universal truth in mind, we have mutually decided to put off the formalization of our marriage certificate and put our faith in the process. The better speech is right from Animal House. You effed up. You Uh, trusted us. Yeah, thank you for respecting our privacy. Uh, Source said that the couple had not yet filed for legal paperwork for a marriage certificate for their January 20th wedding. So technically, no, not legally married? No. Yeah. Uh, news of the split comes just eight days after Anderson posted her uh, first photo of she and Peters, who's 74, by the way, as a married couple to Instagram stories. In the photos, Anderson was beaming in the black and white shot, smiling next to Peters, who wore shades. On January 20th. This isn't going to last. On January 21st, he's smiling. <laughs> this and isn't going to last. No way this is a huge mistake. On January 21st, Anderson's publicist had told people of the couple they are very much in love. They're very much in love. And were married yesterday. They were married yesterday. Uh, <laughs> Peters and Anderson first met at the Playboy Mansion in the mid-80s and began dating after their encounter. Maybe he thinks it's the mid-80s. Uh, he had said about her, uh, Pamela has never seen her full potential as an artist. She has yet to shine in a real way. There is so much more to her than meets the eye, or I wouldn't love her so much. 
He said, there are beautiful girls everywhere. I could have my pick. He could have his pick. But for 35 years, I've only wanted Pamela. She makes me wild in a good way. She inspires me. I protect her and treat her the way she deserves to be treated. Oh, that's awesome. I think uh, what he's saying is that she's like that chocolate chip cookie you see in the diner bakery case that really is kind of old and stale. Yeah. Yeah. And you you thought you wanted it, but you didn't. Uh, Peters, by the way, who produced both uh, Barbara Streisand's A Star is Born in 1976 and the remake in 2018 with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. He was previously married to actress Leslie Ann Warren and producer Christine Forsyth Peters. Also had a 12-year romance with Barbara Streisand when he met her as a hairdresser before A Star is Born. He is basically, from what I understand, the model for Warren Beatty's character in the movie Shampoo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they're done, I guess, or for now, they're going to, they're going to see, they're going to work it well, out. Well, I, I assume marriage counseling, intense yeah. sessions, <laughs> things of that nature. Lisa, is it Lisa, Lisa or Lisa, Lisa Chapman, dog, the bounty hunter's daughter. Yes. Lisa. Lisa, Lisa thank you. Was arrested Uh-oh. after she got into a fight with her girlfriend, Whoa. according to TMZ. Oh. Yeah. Chapman was reportedly arrested. For harassment, and police tell the pub that uh, she was not cooperative. She did uh, apologize, though, Preston. I'm, I'm very sorry, and I apologize with all my heart. She sounds like her dad. She told the outlet that an officer grabbed her by the arm, and she plans to file a report against the office for misconduct. Uh, she is out on bail God. as of now. She's a hellcat, that one. Yeah. Uh, Little Woman, Little Women star Florence Hughes is shutting down criticism over the age gap between her and her boyfriend, Zach Braff. She's 24, he's 44. That's 20 years. And here's how it went down. She posted a shot of herself, and he commented with a princess emoji and a follower remarked, you're 44 years old. And she responded, and yet he got it. There you go. That's awesome stuff. (laughs) I love that kind of byplay on social media. And yet he got it. And yet he got it. Wow. I mean, little women, I'm so little. uh Zach Braff. Uh, let's see. Little Women already did that one. Little uh, Women, you came back. <laughs> <laughs> you made a mistake. I did. <laughs> it's okay. Little Women make mistakes too. Let's go over Vanessa Hudgens. She, oh she, yeah. She oh. gave a recent. She gave recent ex Austin Butler a taste of what he's missing on Instagram. Oh yeah. Okay. So help me out with okay. this. Okay. Right, okay. So. I'm, anything on Instagram is just is awesome. She posted a series of shots of herself in a suit. In, a, in like a three-piece men's suit? I don't know. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Writing, Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty. Y'all, LOL. I don't really have many picks that qualify, so not sure how long this will last. But for now, we wet. We wet? Damn. We wet. We wet. We wet. We wet. Sop and wet. Thirsty. Yo. <laughs> thirsty. Does she hashtag it, Thirsty Thursday? Yeah. We okay. wet. We yeah. wet, man. We wet. Buckets of girly juice. Uh, It's just, you know, she's just saying, you know, that she's thirsty. Yo. To all the boys out there. Does that mean thirsty as in I need something to drink? No. Thirsty for sex. I need something in my mouth. Yeah. That's that's not food. That's not food. You didn't have to go to oral. (laughs) Well, I mean, listen, I just assume that that's how you get things started. Yeah. 
That's how you get, you say, get the thirsty train rolling. It's very generous of you. Yeah. Uh, did did anyone find way. this picture of her? I, she must have posted it on her stories because it's not on her. All right. Feed. Well, she wasn't that thirsty then. She didn't. Want uh, she to was only temporary. She was tw- uh, thirsty for twenty four hours. Uh, let's just say she was peckish. But let me run that that quote by you okay. again. Y'all, lol. I don't really have many picks that qualify, so not sure how long this will last for. But for now, we wet. We wet. Nice we beaver. Wet. <laughs> we wet beaver. <laughs> we wet. Uh, she is a she's a lovely young lady, and she wet. She. <laughs> I mean, come on. How can you not be embarrassed writing crap like that? <laughs> really? And I love her. I think she's awesome. We wet. <laughs> she's got a side boob tattoo. Yeah, she does, oh, Nick. I never saw it that. It says we pooped. No. <laughs> like a little flower. It's a sunflower. Is it? Yeah. It's, huh. a, it's on her. It's it's where the, what would you describe that? Along the rib cage, the curve of crease. where the breast meets. Yeah, it's the boob crease. Yeah. Where oh. the boob meets the, oh. uh, the rib cage. We wet. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Super cute and wet. She posted a Thursday, Thirsty Thursday post <laughs> two weeks ago as well, so she's been thirsty oh, for a she while. Oh, really thirsty. I, or she just gets thirsty on Thursdays. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> well, she's on a special diet where you yeah. only drink on Thursday. I and I mean, that only, that's the only liquid you consume I for the whole week. Right. So <laughs> you're, you're, you're slowly dying throughout the week. <laughs> can't wait till Thursday. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> I'm so thirsty. <laughs> what day is it? This is only Tuesday. God damn it. Oh, I'm never going to make it. I can't wait for Four Almonds Friday. <laughs> you just see Four Almonds on four Friday? Four Almonds Friday. I'm an actress. <laughs> we wet. Mm. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> I queefed and dust came out. <laughs> it looked like when you're blowing one of those candy cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> the powdered sugar. <laughs> <laughs> we dry. We dry. All right. Uh, following the success of Murder Mystery, co-starring Jennifer Aniston, Adam Sandler is extending his deal with Netflix. <laughs> Shut up! And Happy Madison Productions. Uh, they first collaborated in 2015's The Ridiculous Six, and since then... I, I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. The streamers say subscribers have spent more than two billion hours watching his films and specials. He's been huge yeah. for Netflix. Yeah, and, for uh, the you know, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you didn't have to go to a movie theater Steve to see them. and pay, at, yes, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and pay cash money out of your hand. <laughs> I think it's, I think you're right. right. And, and you know that it's, uh, it's Sandler and at least you're going to get something, something out of it. Yeah. yeah. So he's currently starring in Hubie Halloween alongside Kevin James, Julie Bowen, Ray Liotta, Maya Rudolph, Rob Schneider, Kenan Thompson, Steve Buscemi, and others for Netflix. Huh. Ray Liotta. Liotta. Julie Bowen. Hey, do you think... Um, Gay. No. Uh, do you think he's smoking again? Because the Shantex is doing those uh, uh, cold turkey commercials and now. And they haven't used him in a while. They haven't used him in a while. I don't know. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, they got an person. annoying animated actual cold turkey. Yes. Yeah, it really pisses me off. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's weird. It's like the, the bears that use toilet paper. Yeah. It just doesn't It doesn't track. Yeah, the turkey's right. got a scarf. <laughs> My hiney's clean. Yeah. Uh, all right, one last story. Netflix is ending the successful uh, The Crown franchise with season five. Uh, this is the one in space. Uh, the surprising news dropped on the heels the of... The Venusians are attacking. <laughs> The Queen is the head of that. Quickly, yeah. get to Space Platform 7. <laughs> the surprising news. I can't even find the keys to my car. <laughs> Dro- 
Dropped on the heels of the release of season three. Meanwhile, Melda Staunton, who has been here in our studio, has been confirmed as Queen Elizabeth II Excellent in choice. the final season. Excellent I choice. agree. Uh, Claire Foy and Olivia Coleman, who have been brilliant both in their roles as well, have played her. Do you know who'd be good though? For two seasons each. What? Vanessa Hudgens as the Queen. <laughs> we are formally wet. <laughs> <laughs> We announce that we are formally sopping wet. <laughs> we wet. As wet as the river she, Thames? She's using the royal we, right? Yes. It's very appropriate. Oh, we <laughs> wet. <laughs> All right, so they're going to do uh, the fifth season. Which is fine. They should wrap it up anyway. And, well, his, and you know, unless yeah, I mean, they're they're pretty close to yeah. They're they're getting closer to modern times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Let's do clips. Uh, Below decks, Ashton Pinar. Sure. Yeah. Uh, has been facing controversy on the show's current season with his treatment of women. Here, Ashton comments on being. Uh, title of misogynist. Here we go. I am like so tired of this misogynistic word I'm being so thrown tired. around, especially I'm so when it comes. Well, to... I'm so tired of this level of misogynist. What show is this? It's the one where the, so the it's below these, deck. Yeah, these cruises where you you rent the yacht and there is a the staff basically yeah. the staff of this a luxury cruise. And that's what you're following. It's what? real world on a boat, but it's a really fancy boat. That okay. I got sucked in for a few episodes of it because of the, the yachts. The right, sure, right. Sure. And, and the, the location. And the so so yeah. they throw average people on this? Uh, yeah, it's like deckhands or whatever. It's, you know, you would, oh, it's about the crew. It's yes. about the crew, not the people. Well, their interaction well, with the, the people, but the, I mean, predominantly about the crew, who's young and beautiful. It's not mansion people. It's regular people on mansion boats. Okay. Right. All right, let's go back to our I am like so tired of this misogynistic word being thrown around, especially when it comes my way. I love women, and I love the fact that women exist <laughs> on this earth I with love women. Yeah, right? I, I I'm dig so this. tired of being labeled misogynist. The truth is, I love women. <laughs> and I love spam. <laughs> we West. Yes, thank you. I just, it, it really annoys me when people hit me with that misogynistic stick because I think the world's a better place with women. With oh, woman, he up, did. Woman. He did it the second time. Yeah. Where the freak with is woman. he from? I kind of like this guy. My right. guess is he's from this show. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Eric. Remember one of the the Preston and Steve girls from years ago interviewed for a sales job here, and she kept uh, telling Jim Antez that she is used to working with all men's. No, <laughs> uh, with men's. Men's. She and, and Jim was like, she said it a number of times. So he he made sure to try to get her to repeat it to make sure. Yeah, that correct. It's just me and a bunch of women. All right, so uh, <laughs> new episode of Below Deck airs tonight at eight o'clock on Bravo. Here's the next clip. <laughs> Pawn Stars. Wow, still on the I, show. I've not watched that show in ages. Uh, has been chronicling the daily activities of the Gold and Silver Pawn Shop in Vegas for 16 seasons. In this clip, co-owner Rick Harrison dishes on his initial struggles to start the show. I um, figured, you know, if I get one of these reality TV shows. And get a season or two, it'll be great for business. For three and a half years, everyone told me no one wants to watch a show about four fat guys in a pawn shop. I eventually proved them wrong. 
you just made a mess in my mouth. I remember the first time I, I stumbled into a, um, a marathon. I'm like, this is <laughs> yeah. awesome. I think you and I were, had texted each other. Or, yeah, around the same time. Maybe it was Chuck. The show is great Somebody. when they're doing the pawn stuff, when they're actually assessing things and going into oh. the history of stuff. When they're doing what's happening in the back rooms and that stuff. The fake setups. It's crap. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it. Yep. Didn't he come out a while ago, by the way? Rick? Is yeah. Gay? Is gay? I believe so. Nick, would you do a I check on know. that? Interesting. I huh. believe that's the case. Okay. I was um, I was at that pawn shop. I had to. I was in Vegas just for, uh, I was, you know, doing uh, like Grand Canyon stuff. So you fly in and out of Vegas. So I'm like, I, I got to go into this place. And, uh, you know, they have cutouts. And these guys are never there anymore. Uh, they're only well, there yeah, they're, they're for the show. Yeah, they're only there when they're when they're shooting a show. So, but they do have cardboard cutouts of all the I, know, I, popular players. What I do like is when they bring in their their go to guys, like the guys who are the experts on uh, old yeah. firearms, who actually know who know the yeah yeah so all the ones that, that stuff. They, they go to do the research. I agree. Pawn stars, Pawn stars airs uh, tonight at ten. That's on the history. Everyone says the massage of them. As I like this one, they loves woman. Yeah, I loves woman. <laughs> we wet. Anything about it, Nick? Which guy? Uh, that is uh, Rick Harrison. Nothing yet. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, that is collect them. my in- entertainment report for you this morning. Uh, Casey, give me something to give away. Ooh, uh, we got a screening of the live-action Sonic the Hedgehog uh, film, which is going to be a, a Saturday screening. Wow, okay. For the chillins. 10 a.m. at the Regal UA Riverview Plaza on South Columbus Boulevard. Let's take five callers. I will give you the movie passes. 215-263-WMMR. Don't forget that Sonic the Hedgehog hits, hits theaters nationwide on February 14th. It is rated pg so you will get to go to the screening. Let's take a break. Clearly, we got Super Bowl conversations to have. Uh, you guys are going to have to bring me up to speed because I didn't see any of it. <laughs> That's a whole aspect to talk about. I'll explain yeah, to yeah. you why uh, when we get back. But we'll return shortly. Make sure you stay with us. What's new? Why do you ask? Disturb. Probot. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. To double back to the We Wet (laughs) Vanessa Hudgens thing. So in the story that I had passed along about that Instagram post that she made, I had said she was wearing a suit. I think the prep service that I used forgot to say bathing suit. I was... (laughs) I was looking for suit photos, <laughs> and uh, I skipped right over the bathing suit She's photo. In She's in a pool. Yeah. She's and wet. that's why we went. <laughs> right. It's a it's a play on words. Oh, that's great. I know. That's all right. We're going to use it the oh, other yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why not? We, we wet. wet. We wet. I would still say I'm wet. Uh, all right. So. We're uh, wet. Apparently, the Super Bowl was on last night. Yay. Yes. Oh, you didn't catch, what, a second of it, right? Not one tiniest little bit. Not the tiniest little bit. And listen, I do have a good excuse and I'll, I'll rather than dwell on this now, yeah. maybe we'll talk about we'll it. We'll bring it back later. Later, but uh, <clears throat> my mother, who lives in uh, Florida and is 82 years old, uh, fell down and broke two ribs. Aww. Yeah. Uh, so I had to take a last minute flight to Florida and it's a good it's thing a big I deal. did because they needed some help and, and this was, uh, she got home so 
I was flying yesterday, and by the time I got home, it was after eight. And to be honest, I didn't. I forgot the Super yeah, Bowl yeah. was on, and I just I was beaten. I went to bed. And by the way, I don't like football. There, I said it. <laughs> oh God, it's not your favorite oh, sport. I said it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I didn't see it. Uh, so you guys are going to have to. I, I did read some info about it this morning. Uh, and uh, and obviously the game was a, a nail biter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it you know it went down in the fourth. It quarter. was good. It, it wasn't it, a blowout. No, so that's good. Uh, there was there was definitely a, a <laughs> level of uh, of engaging competition throughout. Uh, and uh, it's it's funny though, Preston. There's uh, again, I I, um, I I was saying to you, I wonder if you have to have real skin in the game to really get amped up. Like I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the game, um, but. Um, has has the Super Bowl lost a bit of its luster? It depends on who you are. Because listen, well, not that long ago we had uh, actor Tim Blake Nelson in. He's yeah, yeah, a mm-hmm. phenomenal actor. And we got done with our our uh, interview with him, and he leans in and he goes, "So who's going to win the NFC East?" And we started talking football. I'm like, "You need to talk to Casey." He's yeah, a yeah. Dude. yeah. And he was com- he was confessing to us. He's like, "I will watch any team play anywhere at any right, level. right. I just love this yeah, game." I don't think so, so for those people, yeah, football still it's, yeah. it's still a football, thing. Still, in yeah. general, I, sure. I, I maybe it's just a sense, and, and it could very well be an inaccurate sense. No, I, I think it's inaccurate. I, I think, um, Steve, what maybe you're mm. sensing is the fact that. The Patriots have kind of like they've ruled the league for so long. Sucked the air out of and, the thing, and, and maybe like you know people are, are tired of that. Maybe that's a valid point. Yeah, that yeah. that could be it. That that's an angle that I that I had not thought about. But maybe you're right when when there there's there's a level of domination in, in some. When cases. I see yeah, when I see the Yankees, it can make it uh whatever. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah, I, yeah. when yeah. I see the Yankees in the World Series, I'm like okay. Yeah, totally. I, I've seen this before. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, maybe is, that's this, it. This maybe that's it. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a good assessment. Um, but but overall, um, assessment of uh, last night. Good good game. Yeah. Uh, if you take a general, my thumbnail, and I was jo- jotting notes down through the whole thing. It's it's there's. I was talking talking about how formulaic everything is. Everything's mega sponsored. Uh, you know, in general though, an enjoyable game to watch. Uh, you know, then there's the level of the commercials. It's twofold. The commercials enjoyable. Nothing spectacular. I didn't see one commercial or yeah. hear what? one hear one commercial. I could see it. Really? But you probably, you probably yeah, it was heard just some la- of them. It was saw just them loud. before, right? I and mean, like Nick, last week, I don't even know. Eighty-five percent of them. I, my my wife is sitting there, and I said, "She goes, oh, I've already seen this. I've yeah. already seen this. Every, the vast majority were already up online to be seen. So there was no big thrill factor there. And a lot of the the commercials that I did get thrilled for were were real straight ahead, like the Marvel yeah. universe. It's coming to Disney Plus and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's what was that was exciting. I right, want to go through a little a little bit of the timeline here. Obviously, we have the national anthem and things like that. We have some clips we can. Yeah, play. let's. And, and that's listen. a good way. I haven't heard any of this I stuff. Mean, and for the most part, it's it's weird to do a recap of what is the most you know the the, the largest event in Everybody pop culture. Saw it. Yeah, except me. The sun rose this morning. Yeah. This just yeah. in. Uh, if you're going to play the national anthem, I, I would. Um, we're not going to play the whole thing. I would start maybe halfway into it. You, where, you, where, you go ahead and, yeah. and, and doctor this up. I thought she you, sounded great, Steve. I don't know what. So you're, it's Demi Lovato. Yeah. And Demi Lovato, before she, uh, a while ago, you know, she went through, she's gone through a lot, obviously, with rehab and everything. She said it was her dream to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Did you see her tweet from like 10 years ago? Yep, yep. Yeah. And so do you have it? Do you have it at the, at the ready or where she where she says what, that? With the tweet? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Can you remember what she says exactly? Not exactly. But Basically, that's you know, the gist of it. Someday yeah. I'm going to yeah. sing at the, the national anthem. And, and, uh, and own a monkey. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> they said two dreams, Preston. One day own a monkey. All right, so let's play a little bit of this. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. 
And then at that point, Preston, uh, her monkey comes riding out on a dog with a Really? A, a, a flag. With a lasso yeah, 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 and a flag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came oh. true. Dude. Both dreams came Could true. Could you imagine? <laughs> if right at that crescendo where there's normally a flyby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aircraft and they were doing that. That a monkey riding a dog comes out with an American flag. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Debbie Lovato's own monkey. Wait a second. What if it was a monkey riding on an eagle? <laughs> what, if, yes. Yes. what if it was a monkey? <laughs> All right, I'm tuning in. Piloting an F-14. Oh, yeah. okay. yeah. All right, both of these are good. <laughs> top monkey. Right. What's going monkey. on in 2021? Yeah. Okay. Seriously, right. do you think you could get a monkey to fly on any? Absolutely. Probably. Yeah. yeah of course. I you could know. if you nailed them. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and okay, so right. Yolanda Adams also sang "America to the Beautiful." Are we now doubling I mean, I up? I thought on... she, I thought she was great. I thought Demi yeah. Lovato's was good, but, but it was nothing special. I, I don't remember. Did they double up now. Yeah, yeah. has that been happening for a few years? Past yeah. few years. Yeah. Okay, she I went remember. first. And then... All right, so Yolanda jumped up and did it. Yolanda. All right. Uh, they also sang that Snoopy Red Baron song. <laughs> How much? Uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, <laughs> The bloody red baron shot up the score. <laughs> I guess I turned why, why away. Why are we saying this? <laughs> this isn't patriotic at all. Well, he's, he's having a dog fight. When you go to a roller skating rink, that's when you would shoot the duck is when they played that song. A lot of people don't, of may not remember that. But anyway. Um, yes, yeah, so okay. she's, she's a, obviously a, a, an incredibly accomplished gospel singer, Yolanda Adams, saying oh, American For amber waves of rain. Why is this the time when when we have to be at our most patriotic? I football man. Listen, Preston. You know, there's no. I'm 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 as patriotic as, as it gets, and yet I was sitting there last night. There was a, there was a ton of it. Listen, okay, sure. but you pad the f out of this thing, yeah, and and um, I, you know, I would think you know Fourth of a, July, Independence Day, a proper like a that. proper acknowledgement. Yes, the national anthem, the flyover. They even did a wonderful thing with World War II veterans yeah. uh, that uh, in there uh, had turned a hundred for the hundredth anniversary of the uh, of yeah. the. That's amazing. NFL and uh, and the uh, Tuskegee Airmen got was able to stand up and go do the deal. That's excellent. And then he he did some break dancing, which I thought was wow. Yeah. Wow. No. You uh, ain't but... seen nothing yet. <laughs> Bust a move, bitch. <laughs> but the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Back to the Super Bowl. All right. So that's that's where we do it. I'm going to fast forward this a little bit. Uh, it's a little more, more dynamic. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Better than Demi. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if the if the audio is on the end of it, but she then throws down the mic and says, "Top that junkie!" Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it was a little. It wasn't very classy. I thought that was not classy at all, Kathy. No. That's exactly the word that I said when yeah. I saw it. Well, um, I mean, listen. In Demi's defense, 
She's singing a different song, and she didn't have a choir following behind her. No, her I'm just bad. saying the quality of her voice is <laughs> yeah. better than Demi Lovato's. Uh, you know, I but Demi brought a monkey. She did bring a and monkey. Sang and sang the, the Red Bear. She's learn, learning how to fly. I wish that was the national anthem, America the Beautiful. Uh, I, I think it's a better song. All right. Uh, what else do we want to get to here? Um, halftime? Want to talk about that? Yeah, oh we'll God, go yes. to the halftime. Please. Obviously, the game played was... <laughs> and, and, but at halftime, it was tied 10-10 Preston. So, the, you know, they were oh. certainly evenly matched. Casey has bring us in on the football angle. Well, my... I, Your I, assessment? I was in a block pool, and my buddy Jeff won two straight quarters because he had the 0-0. Zero, zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He won $1,000. I Whoa. always... I know! I always get the worst numbers. I had two blocks. One was eight and two, and then I eight and zero. Eight? Eight! Eight! How am I going to win with an eight and a two every single year? Back to you, Preston. <laughs> There's the football part of it, Steve. <laughs> yeah. For you. But listen, uh, I just bring you up to speed on the game. It's funny, though, as, uh, yeah, so oh, Shakira yeah. comes out, and Shakira is just phenomenal. This We're watching was, video of this right now. I Yeah, I, I have a thing for Shakira. I have, for, have had for a long time a thing for her. This was my halftime show. Like, 100%. I saw Casey in the elevator this morning, and he said it was all about Kathy last night. Oh, my God. Like, I was glued to the TV when Shakira came out, and then J-Lo, and then they performed together. Like, it was like, I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'll tell you what, though. So, so Jennifer Lopez's star is a little bit higher, but um, in raw talent and singing capability and everything... I think Shakira's. Oh, la- last night, J- listen, J Lo looked great. She yeah. did great, but Shakira killed it. I mean, she stole the show. I've always thought that that uh, J Lo is is a good singer. She's not the oh my god type singer. Like the, yeah. what a voice on her. Uh, and I've always thought Shakira's a little bit better singer. And and she can do the belly dance thing. That's just. That is so insanely sexy <laughs> to me. So they had him at a scene with Preston where they're, they're oh. both they're, their butts are to the the audience and they're I both they're, bo- they're both doing the deal. Now Shakira's is, is like she's basically like a smoothie machine. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, J- J- Jennifer Lopez good as well. There was a lot of grinding and pole dancing and and uh, the dance that she was doing that Shakira was doing with all the people was almost almost looked like a. Um, uh, a form of step dancing that mm-hmm. apparently that type of dancing is uh, from her home that she grew up in, her hometown. It's a, okay. it's a Latin dance, right? Yeah. You talk about when the, with the guys were next to her. No, no, when it was all the all the girls at the beginning, they're all dressed in gold. Oh, in the beginning, right, right, right. Okay. They're doing this very, very I, meticulous dance step. I did watch Kathy towards the end. They were throwing J Lo around like she was a rag doll. I yeah. thought that was impressive yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know because it's football. She's 50, right? She's 50? Or, yeah. or at least coming up no, on 50. She's, yeah. she's 50. Yeah. Yep. She's in great shape. They're, they're, Excellent yeah, shape. She, how old is Shakira? 44. They're, yep. so they're, they're looking damn good. Her birthday then, was yesterday. And uh, they held up a uh, Puerto Rican flag and an American flag, yeah. so they did a little bit of that. And her daughter came out and sang with her? So yeah, I yeah. didn't realize it was her daughter her until daughter. this morning. Yeah, so her daughter comes out and sings with uh, Jennifer Lopez, and uh, we have that audio as well. All right, let's do that. You want to live your life. Is that her daughter singing? Her daughter is singing. With several other people with singing behind her so you can't <laughs> exactly hear how good her voice is or not? Okay. Do you think she said, yeah, I'll do it, but only if my daughter can come on stage with me? No. no. L- listen, the daughter, the daughter kicks in a little bit. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. It's a theme to the Lost Boys. Come 
you know, the, the time of, of, of halftime shows so being what we would probably want them to be is over. I mean, you've, you've, you've got to go so nuclear spectacle. So as far as it goes, this got the job done. What I did like is that they... Um, Shakira, uh, they, they played a little cashmere during her. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's uh, yeah. in the clip there, Preston. I want to hear that. Here we yeah. go. We are alive, and the stars make so Zeppelin cashmere, right? Yes. And you touch me, and I'm like, and I'm like. Let's make the rockers happy for a moment segment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at that. They're singing music rock. Yeah. <laughs> she was playing the guitar also at some point. Okay. What's she really, what, though? She played the, and Shakira played the drums. Too. She was blowing into it, okay. but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's talented. She's got talent. Uh, yeah, so this is where the Super Bowl is, and this is where it's, where it's headed. Steve, did you see the graphic, and do you know... Who was the halftime act at the very first Super Bowl? It was Carol Channing. Yes. Well, the fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, yeah, so much for coming out today. I'm going to do a little hoochie dance, and I'm going to say things like, aren't you nice? <laughs> was it 50 years ago? Is it that was, what it was? Yeah, Super Bowl four because uh, Jack Buck called it Joe's father, and the, the Chiefs were in that one, Casey, so that's why they fl- flashed that up. And I really enjoyed yeah. how they, they brought out all the kids right after the stripper pole stuff. <laughs> They really so J Lo's basically doing basically what she did in the movie Hustler, the Hustler, whatever the hell that thing is. This, this Hustlers, yeah, yeah. this but the stripper pole stuff. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? I was trying to think about it while I was, uh, you know, just thinking back about Super Bowls of of yore, and when it started getting ridiculous over the top like this, like it has been for a long, long, long time now. Do we have Michael Jackson to thank for that? Is he one of the first ones that really started to Good do, question. blew it out? A gazillion extras and, and dancers and effects and things like that. What I think what happened with, it was when they started to, when they gave f- maybe full sponsorship to the, to the halftime... Whatever Pepsi, I re- halftime I, show, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I remember clearly, Preston. Before, like celebrities, there was a lot of gimmicks, and I remember one of the gimmicks was: remember, you had to pick up 3D glasses at Seven Eleven and watch yeah, the halftime yeah, show yeah. was going to be in 3D. Right. Do you remember that? So they were doing yeah. all these gimmicks. Yeah. Now this is really um, this is what it's about: a massive performance spectacle so you're not going to get tori amos out on stage <laughs> it's really long too i mean they this just was kept, really kept I, going was this longer than previous years i don't know but it seemed I like, felt it. like it was and, and you know if you were a fan of either team or on either one of those teams at the halftime must have just what half hour maybe something like that because they 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 go to so many commercials then they come back and they show jimmy johnson and uh, michael strahan dancing on the sideline i wonder what that does to players well so that's yeah. the, that's something that they have <laughs> to take into consideration uh, because it's way longer than a, nor- a normal yeah, halftime is fifteen minutes long. Right. Muscles, yeah. muscles will tighten up yeah. and, and things like that. They've got to. I would imagine. I don't know if they're jumping on a bike or whatever, and they, you know, in the locker room and kind of keeping the muscles warm. Actually, I think they're the backup dancers. Is what's happening? Oh, is yeah, what yeah. It is. They get them up there to do the routine. <laughs> Let me ask you though. In that Let's point, keep moving, guys. to yeah. that point, uh, I never even thought about that. Right, yeah. the length of that, you start to mm-hmm. then cool down. You mm-hmm. start to do that. 
but that seems to be no consideration. <laughs> That's, there's no, not, there's no, no problem with that. Yeah, dear God, no. All right, uh, what else we have? Then we here? have the final, the wrap up of the game. <clears throat> so at uh, where, where things started to uh, turn for the Chiefs. Oh, before we do that, Steve, somebody uh, I've seen a couple of. Uh, of uh, 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 text and and uh, Shakira was doing something with her tongue last night. She was doing night. like a tongue flicking thing that is oh, yeah. immediately became a gif or a gif. Oh yeah, like 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 oral, like a little. She goes right up to the camera. Like, blah, 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 blah. The only thing that was missing was her two fingers <laughs> spread apart. Did she just do it one time real quick, or was she it like she did a it concert? for a couple of seconds really? coming up to yeah. the camera? Okay, and wow. uh, and so people were captured. I captioned it like no one gave a Brazilian like Esmeralda. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's pretty wild. Pretty wild. Okay. All right, and then uh, we have the wrap up of the game. Yes, the last uh, two one, plays. One minute left. Here we go. I would have shut that play down. Obviously, now second and six. Williams makes a cut and will roll into the end zone for the touchdown. No flags. There were a lot of plays, uh, and and there there was so much ac- action down at the in the end zone case for this this mm-hmm. particular Super Bowl. Where I was like, is he in? Is he in? Yeah. Did he make it? Did he make it? Uh, it was it was a crazy amount of that. Would you agree? Yeah, I, and I thought uh, you know that that uh, go ahead touchdown uh, by Damian Williams, not that one, but the one before that. Man, it was so close to yeah. like, I mean, we're, we're, I'm talking inches. I, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, if they came back because they they reviewed it, yeah, and they came back and the, and the play was upheld, but I I wouldn't have been surprised if they. Would have said we're going to spot it at the one inch line. So um, yeah, the game ends. So with, there was an interception uh, that, uh, and then the, the Chiefs win basically. So they... But how many players have come and gone? Great players, great coaches for the Chiefs that have not been able to taste this moment. This is picked. Kendall Fuller up to get it, and that will end this game. And they have done it. Chiefs are Super Bowl champions here in Miami as they win it here in Super Bowl 54. Can I go back to the beginning of that clip, Casey? Yes, sir. Because uh, Fox and I guess uh, other networks do too, but every now and then they just play a sound effect that just goes yeah, like that. And yep. I don't know why they do that. Hang on. But how many players have come and gone? Great players. Great co- There was. Did you hear it? Yeah, they, a, a lot of times they're putting up a graphic, and they figure that you really can't accept a graphic without the sound of a thud. Yeah, yeah of, of something heavy yeah. dropping. Oh, my God. Where yeah. was the sound? <laughs> we need to do that here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we would, uh, we would do that, but uh, anytime, like... Um, like when I set the sponsorship after I read the Bizarre File sponsor, yeah. it's almost as if I drop something heavy. Okay. Uh, it's brought to you by, or no, like traffic, and NJM Insurance Group Traffic. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, as a if I just, affair. Yeah, as yeah. if the, the the copy weighed thirty pounds. And I just dropped it on the ground. Uh, brought to you by Steven Singer Jewelers. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's a good way to express the Steve show runs on Duncan. <laughs> I'm down with it. All right, <laughs> thank. You. I like that better. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, going up for the interception. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, so that was that, and then obviously uh, the the review, the co- the commercials. The okay. Other big thing. Ah, the commercials. the commercials. Yes. By yes, the way, yes. Carly Lloyd was in a a few different spots. Was she? Yeah. And that, I mean, that's great. She's a Jersey girl. I th- Hope Solo's butthole held the press conference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one that I wanted. And that's all she had to say. Uh, the one that I wanted to see, and for those who are just tuning in, I didn't see the Super Bowl. I had to. I had a bit of a family emergency, so I was traveling yesterday. Um, 
I wanted to see the Bill Murray spot. That's the only one I was really interested in seeing. So they went to great lengths to <clears throat> to re- redo the uh, Groundhog Day. It's commercial for cheap, and yeah. we have the the audio for it. But they uh, they brought in all the all the people you'd want. Yeah, I saw Brian Doyle Murray was in. Was he? I didn't see him. Yeah, was he? Yeah, I, yeah he was. I, yep. I must hands have, on I must the Groundhog. Yep. Yeah. All right, here's it. Okay, campers, rise and shine. It's Groundhog Day. And don't forget your booties because it's coming around here today. Phil? Hey, Phil. No, not you. It's me, man. So they 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 got all these guys back. Yeah. Yeah. Steven Tobolowski. Ryerson. Okay, little fella. Good job. That's different. Good job. Hey! All right, so what's the gist of the spot? Anyway? It, it, it is different. It's not the same Groundhog Day because now he's got a Jeep instead of that red truck. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's happy to get up every morning because right. he's got this uh, Jeep he can go jump in. There was, there were, there were To me, there were no big laugh-out-loud howl moments. I saw the one ahead of time, the Brian Cranston Mountain Dew one with The Shining. I thought that was kind of okay. weak. Yeah, a I lot know. of them were weak. There was one... We love Charlie Day. I l- love him to death. Love that, you know, obviously uh, it's always sunny, but there was a Tide commercial that was sort of ongoing throughout the whole thing. I thought yeah. it was interesting how it weaved in, like, Bud Light commercials right, and Pepsi group. commercials. And the, the product that, that Charlie Day was selling was Tide. Yeah. And yet there, there's all this cross-promotion going on. It wasn't a Bud Light commercial, but there's Charlie Day doing a Tide commercial with the Bud Light night in the background. And then uh, <clears throat> it was a Procter Gamble had a whole bunch of... Different ads in one, like Mr. Clean. Yeah, and, yeah. There was a whole bunch of different uh, the, the the Charmin Bear and all that sort of. Well, stuff. the Mr. Peanut had um, Kool Aid guy, and, yeah. and, and so there's. And they did that. Yep. Yeah. By the yeah. way, with the Mr. Peanut, they did have a the, a funeral commercial. They had to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you saw why. Right. Right. They had to. There was a uh, there was a big reveal at the end, and we have the audio if you want to hear that. Uh, sure. Here we go. Yeah. Mr. Peanut, he spent his life bringing people together. <laughs> I know he'd be happy. That we are all together now. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? What is that? Is that a baby nut? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm back. Mr. The baby peanut is making dolphin sounds. Yeah. And everyone goes, well, oh, my God, what is this? And he says, just kidding, I'm back. So yeah. Mr. Peanut is back. Okay, because they originally, yeah, they were they were going to scrap this. They were going to scrap the whole thing. I, you yeah. know what they must have done? I bet they had, um, I bet they did some research. They did some focus groups and right. said, will this offend you in light of the Kobe Bryant thing? And I bet they, because, listen, they spent all that money. Well, the first part, they didn't air. The, the, the one where, I mean. He goes off the, they go off the, the, yeah. the vehicle goes off the uh, the cliff and they crashed. Right. That did not air. That okay. did not that air. That was supposed to air. Yeah. So maybe okay. that's that was the, the big change up. Right. The one that actually got uh, in one of the highest ratings, and they always have these assessment uh, surveys of audiences and how they react to the commercials, Google's commercial okay. for the Google uh, device, the home <laughs> assistant, uh, where this, uh, this uh, older man is calling up pictures of his deceased wife. And it's responding. Yeah, I saw a little clip of that. I yeah. got a little choked up watching My that. wife yeah. was flat out crying. I'm uh, Diane. I'm sorry if I'm embarrassing yeah. you, but like it wasn't like oh this that's so sweet. Like, but sob. like I looked over <laughs> oh. uh, and like like tears gushing. I was like oh my gosh. Mm. All right, here we go. Hey Google, show me photos of me and Loretta. <laughs> Remember, Loretta hated my mustache. <laughs> 
Remember, Loretta loved going to Alaska and scallops. Show me photos from our anniversary. Remember, she always snorted when she laughed. Play our favorite movie. Show me some topless pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew you wouldn't let it rest. I Show knew it. Show me some pictures of Loretta's knocking. <laughs> she had that one nipple that seemed to always point to Illinois. <laughs> This touching God, moment. She had a Maddie Beaver. <laughs> ruined by Steve Morrison. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Give me one of those. Ruined. <laughs> by Steve Morrison. <laughs> uh, show me that, that, that dump Loretta took where the turd looked like a banana split. <laughs> Is this Rocky? <laughs> it's. What we have that's close oh. enough to the music. That play, it's yeah. hard to match it. Yeah, yeah. Google yeah. match the music. <laughs> Google match the music. Man, Google, show me the pictures of the time she was on a period, but we made love anyway. Oh, my, oh my God. God. What is wrong Why is with you? You took pictures hey, of that? <laughs> Why did you take pictures of this? about <laughs> four. Because it was a moment. <laughs> <laughs> God, she had a Maddie Beaver. <laughs> I'm looking at it now, it kind of looks like one of those rugs from the 70s. <laughs> oh. Preston, did you see the Jason Momoa commercial? No, I read about it. Okay. and That I, was a home I, run. It's all visual. I would love to see it. Yeah, the, the audio of it doesn't really lend any, anything to it, but uh, he basically strips down, takes off all his muscles, removes a hairpiece. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and Lisa Bonet has a cameo at the end, too. I I. Desperately want to see that because yeah, like all his muscles, everything's fake. Yeah. All the all the studly stuff about him is he, not real. He's yeah. super relax. short. Yeah, he can relax when he gets it home. It I was funny it. because when he first takes his shoes off, <laughs> I, like I was like, he got shorter. <laughs> did, did he just get shorter? Yeah. <laughs> We're watching it right now, and oh, this is great. I I love it. <laughs> they photoshopped him to look really skinny, and then the hair comes off. That's excellent. And then he's lifting weights at the end, and basically Lisa Bonet is able to lift it with one hand. Uh, yeah, but it, she's like, "You're doing great, honey. You're, do, you're doing it's, just it, fine." It's just a bar, so yeah. his weights on it. I I love that guy. His his self deprecation and humor. He's, yeah, he's right in the zone. So that's that's perfect. What would that was for Rocket Mortgage, by yeah. the way, uh, the client. Uh, some uh, now I did read about. Um, Celebrity cameos, well, not cameos, but spokes, uh, uh, people who were paid for this. So, like, uh, I know MC Hammer was in Loretta's sister. <laughs> you, had, you took the, the center? The one I took to the open bathroom door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. The open bathroom door. She was trying to fix the sink and her fingers got stuck in the, uh, yeah. You're right. Google, show me the pictures of the kids that you walked by our house on the way to school. Um, so I saw that MC Hammer was in a Cheetos spot, right? Yes. Uh, again, it was it was clever. Um, I liked it. I yeah. liked that a lot. That was actually one of my favorite ones. Basically, press this guy realizes that because he's got Cheeto cheesy fingers, mm-hmm. that he doesn't have to help anybody do things. Like, he can't touch like, this. Yeah. Hey, can somebody grab these uh, you know papers out of the printer and? And he sees that he's got Cheeto fingers. He's like, oh, never mind. I'll ask somebody else. Right, right. I can't uh, touch this. And they were advertising Cheetos popcorn. Now, That's uh, good. one that I did like, I forget which one it was, Casey, but it ended up with a guy with his head up his own ass. Oh, yeah. And it was it was somebody at work, you know, you say um, these derogatory uh, comments that you say to coworkers. Yep. 
and uh, they were all manifested. Oh, what do you got, your head in the sand? Yeah, right, you know, right, like... right, yeah. But they, she doesn't say, the guy just comes in with his head up his ass. She has. She's obviously said that to him. <laughs> but uh, it was well done. But it was, did, did any stand out to you, any of you, for... <laughs> Well, besides the Google, which until was this morning, the Google one was really yeah hit me in the feels. Um, I, I like the Snickers one where they had the giant hole and they were tossing people. That in. was like, smart. That yeah. was actually before so pressed in the um, you know how uh, Snickers can change people's attitude, and then yes. they're basically saying in general the attitude of the planet is not where it should be. So they create a an immense hole. And they drop a gigantic uh, Snickers bar down into the hole. Okay. And Luis Guzman was in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate was it. it. Yeah. I love him. Uh, some of the other celebs that showed up, uh, J-Lo was in a Hard Rock International oh, spot. That was annoying. Oh, it made no sense. <clears throat> it made no it, sense, it, they, yeah. they tried to do too much Yeah, with A-Rod that one. Was... Did you see that one, Yeah, they, she has this, uh, like, diamond-encrusted um, water gl- uh, cup with a straw, and it gets stolen out of her. She said, I guess, at the the win uh, in, the, in Vegas. And no, it was the Hard new Rock International. Oh, Hard Rock. Yeah, it's the new one that's shaped like a guitar. Yeah, of course. Uh, why by, wouldn't it be? By uh, Fort Lauderdale. And uh, I, I don't even know what the commercial was for. If it was for Hard Rock or for, for J-Lo. That's or... how much of an impact it makes. Right. You can't discern what it was for. That's a bad sign. Uh, I'll, I'll throw these at you because I'm reading yeah. these in, in the celebrity. So John Legend and Chrissy Teigen did a Genesis commercial. It was, it was cute for the okay. car. That yeah. one missed the mark, but I, I I was okay with it. How about this? Martin Scorsese and Jonah Hill in a Coca-Cola energy spot. That Again? Was an, that okay. Was a, yeah, there was a, a little too much going on, I thought. You know, they're trying to do... They, listen, you only got 30 seconds. Yeah, when you cram a lot of story into it, you, you've you lost me. Keep it simple. Get a simple joke in there if you're going to do a joke. <laughs> have have the old guy looking through the pictures to tug at the heart or whatever, but... You know, make it make it clear. Uh, let's see. Post Malone was in a Bud Light seltzer commercial. I, I'd seen that one six times before the Super Bowl aired. I had not. Yeah. Uh, but as I was watching it, I was like, uh, he's not allowed to drink that in the store, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Because press, he's he's at the uh, the you know the beer fridge, and he's like, uh, he's going to get Bud Light, and then he sees the seltzer, and he's like, oh, what's this all about? And then he starts drinking the seltzer to see what it tastes like. And before I'm like, he paid for it? Yeah, I'm like, you're not allowed to do yeah. that. Do you notice, though, what they did is they had the guys who were in that commercial sitting in the stands, so they, they, they yes. cut to them, so yep. they cut to the actual live game, Preston, oh. and some of the people from the commercial are sitting in the stands okay. watching the game. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. All right. Um, Little Nas and Sam Elliott were in a Doritos Cool Ranch commercial. So they're they're drawing down on each other, and uh, they have kind of a dance-off, and, and Sam Elliott's mustache is <laughs> doing tricks. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. Nothing nothing blew me away. Yeah. By the way, I've seen a guy do that mustache trick in real life. Did you ever see the video? There's a guy who makes has a, a makes dance. It, yeah, yeah, because I've he's got it. no teeth, oh. and, and he uses his tongue to, like, you know, on the top of his mouth, and he makes the... The mustache move like oh, a that's caterpillar. Hot. It's pretty hot. Uh, let's see. <laughs> then you have uh, Ellen DeGeneres and Portia DeRossi did an Alexa spot. I think I saw that one ahead of time. That's yeah, good. That's for the mobile um, Alexa. Mm. But so, it was it was kind of like what you know what you ask Alexa to do, but over time, you know. So like back in the eighteen hundreds, Alexa, tell me something new. Right. And then it was you know Alex, tell yeah. me something new. Yeah. yeah. There were two electric car commercials that I felt were uh, thought were pretty good. One for Porsche, and then there's a, apparently an H two Hummer. That's electric. That's coming out. And, and uh, Maisie Williams did one for the uh, e-tron for the e-tron the uh, Audi. Uh, then Michelob Ultra had Jimmy Fallon and John Cena working out and Jimmy training. Fallon, yeah, trying to work works out with John Cena, but struggles to keep up. Mm-hmm. That's what it says okay. here. Yeah. The description it was just okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Those are the only ones I saw with again celebs in it. <clears throat> you know, it's just you can tell that the buzz is not exactly you know. 
You remember, I think we, we probably hit the absolute zenith six, seven years ago, eight years ago maybe, when it was just, you know... Uh, you know, I guess after was up after those that campaign. Yeah, that was probably fifteen years. Yeah, ago fifteen years ago, and then it just kept going up and up and up and up, and everyone was trying to, you know, the Budweiser commercials and all that stuff were just, well, what are they going to do? I thought the funniest and wittiest one was the the Park the Car one, but I saw that last week. You know, right? And and so it was it was well done and had Big Poppy and the, and the three Boston actors, but uh, I, I wonder if. What the percentage of people that have seen them in advance? Because part of our job is to see them ahead of time. I don't know if anybody, you know, everybody that's tuning into the Super Bowl has seen them in advance. They just pop up into timelines also. Yeah, but not everybody's on social media or online as much as we are. I I, I wonder if more people see them for the first time during the Super Bowl than than we think do. I'm going to say probably less than we think because, again, with YouTube, the spots will jump up. They make sure, obviously, YouTube owns... The whole system, so they can pop those commercials in, yeah, and uh, and get them exposure. So there was a uh, Rick and Morty spot for Pringles. Was Molly Ringwald was in a commercial? Yeah, yes, avocados, right? Yep. Okay. And then what was that commercial for? I, uh, it was avocados? like home, uh, yeah, Home Shopping Channel. Oh, he was the host right, of the Home right. Shopping Channel, yeah, yeah, and they yeah, basically yeah. had like. Helmets for avocados, like baby the carriers. Pool fl- the pool float. Yeah. yeah, yeah and Nick, okay. somebody said there was a Pearl Jam song in a Verizon commercial. What? Yeah, yeah Pearl Jam Whoa. is, uh, there was a Verizon 5G, and Verizon <laughs> is um, giving credit to first responders and heroes, and they're saying that 5G is going to change the way the world communicates, And uh, but they're not the ones that have done the best to change the world. The people who are actually changing the world deserve all the credit, and we're just giving them a platform with which to do it. Um, but Pearl Jam had some music in that, and then Pearl Jam put, it, put that on uh, social media as well. No kidding. Yeah. N- new Pearl Jam, I assume? Uh, you know what, Case? I don't know. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's a clip of the song. Dance with the clairvoyance. I forgot about that. Uh, and within all that, there was a game, too. Yes. Okay, so All of that. So I think as we, and it's, it ended at a, at a reasonable time. Did it? Um, yeah, okay. like but nine, it was pretty much no, right. No, it was after 10. Well, end, I, I didn't watch the post. The actual game ended when? It didn't end. Ba- after 10. Yeah, cause, Yeah, because I had to pick my son up at his at his buddy's house, and I uh, got there. Oh. I left my house at like 10 I must have been in a state of delirium. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right, well, uh, there you go. Super Bowl 54. It has come. It is gone. Do you and, feel you missed out on it? Uh, I, was, I was actually so happy I didn't watch it, man. <laughs> I just, I'm not a football guy, and I had some uh, personal things on my mind yes. and, and uh, didn't get a chance to see it. So, to be honest, uh, uh, I woke up today and the sun came up. So, <laughs> it was okay that I missed this. Life went on. Night. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what? I've realized it is 8 a.m., and we need oh. to, yeah. This is the last day of easy money. So, this is your uh, final opportunity, your, fi- your final five, five opportunities. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yes. I'll just leave it there. Okay. Uh, your opportunity to win the money, so let's do this. Here we go. 93.3 WMMR. Easy money. All right. So the word is idea. That is the word, I-D-E-A. And you have until 8.15 to enter it via text to the special contest short code number 45911. Or you can enter... Using the MMR mobile app or via the contest page at WMMR.com to be entered for a $10,000 grand prize. You'll get a call if you're randomly selected in this Beasley Nationwide contest and you win $1,000. Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. So let me give it to, give that to you again. Idea. 
is the word. I-D-E-A. Good love from Meineke and 93.3 WMMR. Casey, should we do our concert announcement when we come back? Yeah, buddy. All right, so we'll return in a little bit. We got the B-Files. Sorry about the late uh, getting into this stuff, but, uh, you know, Super Bowl's last Yeah. Time. We definitely had to talk about it. So when we get back, we'll give you this concert announcement, the B-File, and more. Stay with us. Ah, uh, springtime is in the air early. As we fantasize of riffs and rock outdoors on the lawn. Get set for MMRBQ 2020. Saturday, May 16th at BBT Pavilion. Oh, wow. Disturbed. Royal Blood. I only love when I love you. The Pretty Reckless. Sublime with Rome. I don't the best value in rock. Nine bands for just 50 bucks. Also appearing. Puddle of Mud. Crowbot. Dirty Honey. Mongolian Metalheads. The Who. And Jackson's Local Shots Opener. Foxtrot and The Get Down. Saturday, May 16th, BB&T Pavilion. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 9 a.m. from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Around 9 o'clock, we are going to have actor Aiden Gillen on. If you watched uh, Game of Thrones, you know him as Lord Baelish or Littlefinger. Uh, he will be on to talk about the second season of Project Blue Book. And uh, looking forward to talking to him. Yeah, pretty cool. he's a cool guy. Now, uh, we would normally slide right into the Bizarre File, but we were supposed to do a concert announcement a few minutes ago. So I want to go ahead and do that. First. Yes, it's too important not to, if you do not mind. So MMR is excited about this show. Wednesday, July 8th at Citizens Bank Park. And since it is at Citizens Bank Park, you know it's going to be a big show. MMR announces the return of Guns and Roses. <laughs> GNR performing Wednesday, July 8th at Citizens Bank Park. Tickets go on sale Friday at noon via Ticketmaster.com. And yes, there will be a pre-sale that is taking place. And that'll be this Thursday. And you got 12 hours on that pre-sale. So we're talking 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. while supplies last. WMMR.com is uh, for the pre-sale password and the complete details. So you want to make sure that you go to the website to check the information to find out how you can get tickets ahead of time. Now, you want to listen to Jackie and uh, uh, Jackson this week because they're going to have tickets before you can buy them. Pretty sweet deal. So let me mention again, Guns N' Roses, Wednesday, July 8th. Citizens Bank Park and tickets go on sale Friday at noon. There is a pre-sale, which is going to be Thursday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. while supplies last. And you can want to go to WMMR.com for the pre-sale password and the complete details. Or you could win a pair of tickets right now. We will take caller number 20 at 215-263-WMMR. And we will give you a pair of tickets to see guns and roses so go ahead and give us a call and we wish you good luck in the meantime we're going to do the bizarre file here we go now, wmmr presents Kristen and steve's bizarre. bizarre file all right so let's get into it i got some stories that i have uh, pulled aside for you let's start with this one a woman dressed as Minnie Mouse got into a brawl on the las vegas strip caught oh. on a now viral video 
Uh, Minnie lost her head, literally. Oh, damn it. And <laughs> she repeatedly threw haymakers at a red-headed woman wearing a jacket with the word security on the back oh, of son it. Son of a bitch! At least one of her wild punches hit her partner, Mickey, as he tried to intervene in the ferocious-looking attack. What you hit me for? A man dressed as Goofy looked bemused as he watched on. <laughs> With uh, Minnie yanking her opponent to the ground by pulling her hair, then mounting her as she continued a steady series of MMA-style blows. So I'm going to guess these aren't sanctioned Disney characters, right? My favorite part is after finally getting pulled off the woman, (laughs) Minnie took off her large costume shoes, ran off after shouting, I ain't no bitch, bitch! (laughs) Man, Minnie's much different than I remember her. It was not immediately clear what started the brawl, although another short clip showed the two women in a shouting match before it took place. A spokesman for Las Vegas police said it was aware of the event, but a victim had not come forward and filed a complaint. I think the lady in the security, uh, she said, I didn't say you were crazy. I said you were effing goofy, is what she said. Oh, that's what it was. And then she said, I ain't no bitch, bitch. Okay. A Kansas fire chief removed a boa constrictor that was at least six foot long after a man found it in his couch cushions. Whoa! (laughs) Police received an unusual call Monday morning when a man said he found a, quote, giant brown snake in his living room couch while looking for his keys. Jeez. The man does not own a snake and did not know where it came from. I I don't own a snake. The fire chief removed the snake, which was identified as a red-tailed boa constrictor from the couch. Well, we also found your cat. Uh, he said, uh, "He said I messed with him a little bit, and I took my gloves off. You could handle him real easy. He was very gentle, very docile. I think it's always safe to mess with a snake you find in your couch. Yeah, they believe the snake was at least six feet long, but could have been as long as eight feet. No one knows how it got into the couch. The boa constrictor is now in the care of a pet shop until someone comes forward to claim it. If no one does... It may be donated to an area program that travels to schools uh, teaching kids about reptiles. Villagers in India, I love this story, <laughs> that are being terrorized by more than 2,000 wild monkeys claim to have found an unconventional way to tackle the simian menace, and that is by dressing up as bears. They dress up as bears. Yes. To and scare, that scares them. To scare the monkeys away. I'm a bear. Sagandupar Village dressed two villagers in bear costumes to try scaring away the monkeys after the forest department ignored their pleas for help. This is so stupid. And according to Ram Lalit Verma, he said, We have now started taking turns in wearing the bear costume and roaming around. Uh, He's the village head, by the way. He said, It was a relative who had told me about the idea, and it's actually working. Villagers donated money to buy three <laughs> costumes from a makeup artist for about 1,700 rupees, which is oh. like 25 bucks. That's a lot. Uh, the village now claims that the trick has led to a drastic dip in monkey attacks. <laughs> there have previously been 150 reports of such attacks, which especially targeted children. The Forest Department had told villagers that a lack of funds has prevented them from doing much about the exploding monkey population. No way! But they decided that dressing up as a bear would work, and sure enough, it's starting to. Do they have to act as a bear? Just simply the sight of them looking bearish is enough to repel the monkeys. I'm not sure, Steve, if they're going around. Do you have to perform a little bit? You you might have to earn your keep and perform a little bit. Yeah. Listen to this. This hurts just thinking about it. A Detroit woman is facing an assault charge. After authorities say she bit off the tip of her friend's tongue when they were kissing. Whoa! 
She bit off about a one-inch piece that's of the a, man's tongue. Ew, that's a chunk. That's a big chunk, yeah. Yulette Wedgworth, 52 years old, is being held in the county jail after uh, the sheriff's office charged her with one count of aggravated assault. I think this is someone who could play Minnie Mouse. Authorities allege that she was visiting her 68-year-old friend at his apartment. They were engaged in consensual kissing, and she bit off the man's tongue. Now, police arrived and found the man bleeding from his mouth and missing piece of tongue measuring about an inch. Police were able to recover the piece of tongue in the bedroom of the man's apartment. Show me when Loretta bit my tongue off. The victim, the victim and suspect, listen to this, were old friends. Yeah. They said they were not in a dating relationship, uh-huh. while the victim said they were. The two started to kiss in the victim's apartment, and the victim put his tongue in the suspect's mouth. He said the suspect told the victim not to do that, and the two started kissing again, and the suspect bit off part of the man's tongue. Don't put your tongue in my mouth. They got tobacco in there. I don't know why they were doing this. Uh, Wedgworth was taken into custody, obviously, for biting the man's tongue. There's nine levels of horrible in that story. Yep. All right, and then we'll uh, we'll we got time for one more. Uh, Grand Valley State's offensive coordinator Morris Berger resigned Thursday, days after saying in a story for the school's newspaper that Nazi Party leader Adolf Hitler's ability to lead was second to none. And it's kind of interesting why he would have said it. So, why is he a shop teacher? <laughs> no, he, he was asked if he could have dinner with three historical figures. Who okay. would they be? So he listed Hitler, yeah, John F. Kennedy, right. and Christopher Columbus. All right. And he said, "This is probably not going to get a good review, but I'm going to say Adolf Hitler. Uh, he has a history degree, by the way. This okay. Guy he said it was obviously very sad, and he had bad motives, but the way he was able to lead was second to none. <laughs> how he rallied a group in a following. I want to know how he did that. I just know he would get us a great table. Bad intentions, of course, but you can't deny he was a great leader, this guy says. Yeah. Or some might use the word manipulator, I think, might be more. Well, you got to <laughs> watch that fine line where you start to compliment Hitler. Exactly. Especially for school kids. He was suspended, but uh, pending an investigation, and uh, he has since uh, resigned after that. That Hitler. Yeah, no. Nah, you listen. A loser, for yeah. sure. But there were some elements. Snappy dresser. Snappy dresser. <laughs> kept his mustache groomed. Made the, made the VW bug, you made, know. Absolutely. So. Had a dog. Had a dog. All right, there you go. That's what we have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right, uh, we just announced that Guns N' Roses tickets are, well, Guns N' Roses coming to town. Uh, Wednesday, July 8th at Citizens Bank Park. Tickets go on sale Friday. Details, WMMR.com. Don't miss the information. Let's take another break. Come back in just a moment or two. Don't forget, we also have a chance for you to win 500 bucks this morning. If you don't win with uh, the easy money, we have $500 to watch and win with Dr. Oz. Now, today's question is not about yesterday's show because there was no show yesterday. So it's going to be like a generic question. Got a good shot at winning this yeah. without seeing the show. And then we'll give you the details on how you can possibly take a, a shot of $500 every single day on the Preston Steve Show. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Preston, Steve, and WMMR. Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Hey, it's Preston. Thank you to Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. The Preston and Steve Show is headed back to Jack Frost on March 6th for the 14th Annual Cardboard Classic. Go to WMMR.com for all you need to know and to pick up discount lift tickets while supplies last. 
Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So uh, Aiden Gillen uh, from Project Blue Book, Blue Book will be joining us. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to talk to him because he's one of my most favoritist, <laughs> evil, love-to-hate characters on Game of Thrones. He was Littlefinger. You really do appreciate the well-done villain. Oh, my God. He was excellent. And he was also in Bohemian Rhapsody and and some other things. Yeah. Uh, So he'll be on in a little bit. Um, As we had mentioned earlier, we were doing a Super Bowl recap. I didn't see, I mean, not even a second of it uh, this year. I had a a family emergency on Wednesday. My mother, who lives in St. Petersburg, Florida, fell, and she's 82 years old. Yeah. And she broke two of her ribs. Uh, Yeah, pretty nasty. And so, uh, you know, especially when you're that age, um, things can get really, really bad from a fall. Yeah, yeah. And so I went down there. I, I, you know, bought a ticket and headed down. So I was flying. uh, I was traveling yesterday. So that's why I didn't didn't see any of the Super Bowl. Um, But um, I'm glad I went because not only just to go and comfort my mom, but she lives with my sister. And my sister is is pretty feeble physically she's got really bad back problems mm. really bad shoulder issue and uh her left arm uh she's had uh, you know uh, problems with for for years and years so when you get someone who who has broken ribs uh, and especially if they're elderly like that uh even though you want to keep them immobile to keep them from you know making things worse you they still you still have to get them up and move them yeah right? yeah um and so my and and anybody who's had broken ribs or dealt with anyone who has had broken ribs before as well knows that movement is excruciating. Oh, man. And so you have to move them. You have to do it, and you're hurting them while you're moving them. So <clears throat> I'm glad I went because my sister wouldn't have been able to do it. She wouldn't have been able to support my mom's weight to get her to stand up, to hold on to her as she's walking around, mm. try and keep moving. Then you have to do these they they give you this device that you have to breathe in through. You have to draw your air in uh, and make this little meter go up. And that's to help keep from uh, an important thing when you get elderly is when you get a traumatic injury like this is uh, pneumonia. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, that's, your, body, okay. your body's immune system yeah. overreacts. It's a critical issue, and yeah. it can cause pneumonia. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Falls and things like that. No kidding. A lot of people end up dying from pneumonia case. Oh, wow. So there are these, uh, essentially these lung, these breathing things you have to do Jesus. to try to keep that from happening. So we have to, you know, every hour she has to do these breathing things. And, and if you've broken ribs, it hurts to breathe. Yeah. It hurts to breathe, hurts to do anything. Burping. Sneezing. Uh, coughing. Sneezing would be excruciating, I'm yeah. sure. So I spent the last couple of days hearing, and I don't know if you've ever, Steve, you probably have uh, heard someone that you love in agonizing, yes. screaming pain. Yeah. And this is my mother, and I don't mean to bring you guys down on all this, but that's what I, that that was my weekend. But on the good side of things, by the time I left yesterday, I saw improvement. Oh, okay. So that's really good. So, A quick question, if I yeah, may. Sure. Uh, who's going to 
carry on in your stead. So, fortunately, I saw the improvement that I wanted to see, and she was able to, yesterday, by the time I left, by using her walker, able to pull herself up into a standing position by herself. Oh, All right. okay. Now... I'm not going to recommend she do that every time. My sister is going to help her, but she doesn't have to take all of her body weight. Right. So my sister can help a little bit. But to be able to lift my mom all the way up the way I was doing, there's no way she would have been able to do it. So I was glad I got down there and able to help does, out. Does she need a nurse? Well, so they're going to her, their primary doctor all today. Right. They just got out of the hospital. Uh, and I'm sure that they're going to have a caregiver come over and be able to help out, you know, three, four times a week or however right. often they need right. to. Because... There's things like bathing and stuff like that. Yeah. By the way, I saw things that I will never be able to unsee again. <laughs> yeah. It's what happens. I it's what happens. Meld things and, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like bodily functions. Did are, you have to wipe, wipe and stuff like that? I didn't do that, okay. but it but it was, yeah. it was it was a rough weekend. It was a tough weekend. Uh, yeah, I've been there, man. I, uh, it's uh, especially someone that you uh, adore more than anything, you mm-hmm. know, but... Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's weird. Just in general, no matter what your age, a rib breaking oh my ribs. God, because let's face it, it, your your lungs are working constantly. It's your core wherever you move. It's it's going to be an issue. Thank God, I've never had. I've had bruised right. and sore ribs, yeah. and that that was enough. I can't imagine. So where she broken ribs? Where she broke them was uh, I think they were the fifth and sixth. So they're in her back. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, left hand side. She had uh, she was walking when it happened, and she had gotten dizzy. She has these dizzy spells. She's had these uh, what they call mini strokes. They're not right. a full on stroke thing, but it, you know they're not good. Uh, Is that obviously. why she fell? Well, maybe it might have been because okay. she had this dizzy spell, and she was uh, and and my sister was in the other room, and she stumbled and then recorrected and and went back the other way, and then she fell over the coffee table, and her oh. back landed on the oh, coffee man. table. Boom! Went down. Was she so you by know what we do have? No, my sister was in the other room. Okay. But I did because my this, my mom has fallen a few times. I I set them up with the life alert thing. You know the Mrs. Uh, yeah. Mrs. Fletcher. I've fallen. Help, I can't, I've fallen and yeah. I can't get up. So they called me before wow. my sister even called me. Wow. So yeah, they were they oh, were wow. on it and they got the oh. paramedics there right away. Those auto show tickets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Yeah. Uh, so you know it was. Uh, Sorry, yeah, man. it was tough. It was a tough weekend. But I'm glad. I, I'm, I'm really glad I went. That first alert thing, just on that, uh, you see the commercials. It's like that. Uh, to hear them, that they responded and got to you that quickly uh, is 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 a good thing. Because obviously anybody in your life, it doesn't matter what, what the situation. If you're caring after someone or someone is in a bad way, you always worry, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, and, and to know that they could... In a situation where they're sprawled on the floor or something like that, yeah, and they can't get up, that they, this would work. They also they have we didn't get this one, but they they can detect when you fall. Okay, like, they, like they have a motion detector of sorts. The watches will now. Apple watches in general have that device, which is um, uh, there is uh, it, it it shows whether you're you, you've fallen, right. uh, and it can you can sort of mimic a first alert thing as well. So yeah. I don't know how elaborate it gets, but it's one of the new health features on the Apple Watch. So so I'm a, I'm at a position right now where it, it's a really spot weird spot to be in as to okay where do we go from here? You yeah, know what I mean because my mom's only getting older and. My sister can only hair, uh, care f- to a certain extent, and uh, and so you know, I, I don't even. I, I'm like, wow. I'm like, we we need to start having some very frank discussions here about the future and 
And so that's very adult for me. Yeah. Uh, and and I also don't know who to talk to about these things. And I think Gary Lauer. Your, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think he's, got, he a, he's got, got a good beat on things. Yeah. He seems to really have his head on straight. No, I'd, you're, you're, are you, let me ask you your considerations. Oh. Uh, senior. Uh, you she know, doesn't she, want to be in a home. She doesn't want to be in a home. No, no. How about By the a way, tent? Let, let me go back to let me go back okay. to Gary Lauer because right. I, I I saw my mom for the first time without her jam in. Oh, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Without all all the jam was out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I I saw my mom as a very old, old person. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was oh, tough. that's yeah, it was, it was yeah. It was really hard. It was. You know what though? It, 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 it the thing is, is that uh, you know it was tough for you, but it it's tough for them too. Oh you know what God. I mean? For yeah. her to maybe not have her teeth in, and you know, and, and to have oh, to have yeah. you to do those things for her, like that's all going that mentally for them. That's rough. At one point, I had to say, "Mom, your boobs hanging out." <sighs> See, like and she was like, "What?" She looked down. And she's like, <laughs> and she, she thought it was hilarious. Yeah, actually. Yeah, right, okay, but it was very very funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was like, okay, I, that's that's there forever now. <laughs> it's like when I saw my grandmother changing her top. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, this is in uh, Flagler Beach, Florida. Oh, God. And I didn't know the house, and I mm-hmm. went into a room that I thought was our room. And it was right. Grandma's was that worse room. than seeing your mom fillet your dad? It was worse than watching a hundred children burn to death. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, I, I could not eradicate that. Because uh, also is Grandma who buys me ice cream. Yeah, with the, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't need a. I don't need a, a, no. a, a champagne room show from Grandma. Well, so my my uncle who who came by to visit while I was there said that now my grandmother, his mother, he said when when she was at a la- later stage in life, he came by to visit, and I guess they were bathing her, and this was at the hospital, and he came in, and she was. I mean, full on in the buff. Day. Oh, and, and Curtis told me, she looked at me and she goes, Well, hi. <laughs> I guess at a certain point, you you're don't like, care. They don't, don't care. care. Yeah, they just don't yeah. care. It is what it is, man. But he was like, he was like, I. I, he's like, I could, that just did it for him. That, that killed me. You know, just yeah. seeing her naked like that was just, oh my God. Oh, I, are... I hoped to go through my entire life to never see that, but he did. Uh, Dr. Mike's on the line. We'll talk to him real Yes, quick. absolutely. He'll have some insight. Dr. Mike Sirigliano, Penn Medicine, Fox 29. Good morning, sir. I'm so sorry to hear hear about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I uh, went through this with my mother who had uh, Alzheimer's and passed away about a month ago. Uh, yeah. Bottom line is when you're an adult child taking care of uh, a loved one, it's a tough job. And so, number one, the, the most important thing I want to tell everyone is if she broke a rib, she's, they're going to give her a little device called an incentive spirometer, and that's where she takes deep breaths yep. because she can get pneumonia yes. if she doesn't expand those lungs. And I was being very diligent on, all right, you know, we got to do it. We got You were supposed to do it every hour. Come on, Mom. Yeah. She didn't want to do it. I'm like, we got to do this. We have, I'm like, pneumonia ain't worth it, you know? Mm. Right. There's a term. It's called atelectasis, and that's where the lung is not fully expanded and that is a setup for pneumonia and you know falling in the elderly is a major major problem and the mortality rate is very high she's very very lucky mm. yeah and no so- we had we had a, a a good friend a fellow co-worker who lost a, a mother because yes it was, it was a direct result of a fall from uh you know so it, it's it's serious when it happens to seniors for sure 
So the thing you're going to have to do, Preston, is you're going to have to talk with your sister and talk with the family uh, because the mortality is so high. You're going to have to figure out how we have to prevent this from happening again. And yeah. It's a tough decision. When when my dad passed away, I got my mother over to Maris Grove, and they have independent living. And, and I mean, wherever you go, the, the bottom line is she has to be safe. And so the first thing, if she's going to be at her home, was she living alone? or uh, No, or my no? sister lives with her, but she was in the other room, so, you know. All right, so what has to happen is they have to have visiting nurses come to the house and assess the house for safety and decide whether they need railings, uh, bedside commode, things like that. Yeah. So uh, that's what you need to do. But uh, I, well, I was feeling your pain. I, I went through it with my mom. Yeah, I we, we saw it. You, yeah. I, I, I thought about calling you actually, but we were, you know, we were pretty busy this weekend. So I'll, I'll, I'll get in touch, and, and you can, you can steer me in the right direction. Okay. It would be my honor and pleasure. And speaking of. Uh, uh, bodies that are naked. Yes. Believe me, I've seen things. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Yeah, that me. No man or beast should see. I'm sure, man. Oh boy. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. God uh, bless you, man. And your finger. Oh, the places it's been. <laughs> all the all places you will go. All the places your finger will go. Well, except for Kathy, all of you. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Thank you, Doctor Mike. We love you. Why am I? I'll see you later. Bye. Listen, I got There's there's a number of calls coming in. I don't. We don't really need to open this up okay. for uh, for discussion. For discussion. Here, but but there, if, you would, if you would like to email me, yes, it might be helpful though. This organization, I I think uh, online one. Yes. All right, but but please, if if you have suggestions or you work in this industry and and uh, can maybe help me, please get. I I almost because this weekend we're like <laughs> we're trying to figure out you know home health care and stuff like that. I almost went to Twitter going, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you guys right, please right. email me? Yeah. Anybody who knows about this stuff and, and mm-hmm. let me know what we should do. And what she's entitled to. Holy God, is that stuff expensive. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, God. She's got to have something, at, at least even if it was just a few days a week or one day a week and then you pay for the others or something. But she's got to be entitled we to We called the insurance company and, and it, it's they, they, we have to be referred. And But I don't know how long something like that but that's e- will that's last. Easy. It's just to right. recovery. I mean, I need a long-term game plan here, you know. So mm. Well, anyway. Uh, can you... Can you get a service that walks pets and throw them a couple extra bucks? <laughs> is that no? Is that crazy? Like am that. I out? Of, no. Am I off base on that? No, You're trying listen, to make ends meet. There are no bad ideas. Steve. Yeah, there are no bad ideas. We're just spitballing. No, here, but yeah. listen, care dot com. They offer pet sitters, babysitters, and senior sitters. Really? Yes. Okay. I just walked your grandmother. <laughs> let me go to. Hang on. Let me go to Norman. Hey, Norman. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How hey, you doing? Good. Norman, you had a, uh, there's a, a group you wanted to tell us about, right? Well, yeah. Um, and, you, you know, it's hard because you don't want to plug things on the radio, obviously. But there is a group that's in Pennsylvania, and I think you can check it out. They're in uh, nationwide, I guess, called Seniors Helping Seniors. Okay. And they match up. They'll come out to the house, assess your mom, and match up a person that is good with them psychologically, same kind of interests, same kind of things to keep them happy. Um, They are older, retired people. Most of them have been in the medical establishments, retired nurses, people Hmm. have been in hospice. And they come out, they do housework, they will feed, they will cook. Love it. Oh, They'll walk the pet, you know, if she has a pet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
company. They'll do puzzles. It's mm. just and um, well, you know, I need a to check great it. organization. It's in Pennsylvania. I need to check and see if they have something in Florida. But for those who are listening mm. uh, and have seniors in this area, that's a brilliant. Great. Idea. It yeah. sounds yeah. very organic. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, you know, this way you're not matching up. You know, a 21-year-old girl comes out, oh, hi, here, we're going to do this today. Right, you know? yeah. And, you know, there's somebody that's on their same wavelength. And Yeah, I agree. And Grandpa I, I, wants the 21-year-old. Every now and then, if you see, I've yeah, seen yeah. people out that are clearly caregivers, and they're they're with their, their client, and sometimes you'll see people that look like they just don't care. You know, right, right, right. You've, yeah. seen, you've yeah. seen that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, yeah. oh, you feel so bad yeah. for the, the people, but this is probably all the, the help that they can get. And, and we're going to we're gonna be put through this ourselves. I know, I'm sure when you went down there and seen this whole thing, your own mortality comes to play. Oh, yeah. And it's like, what am I going to do? How am I going to put this for my kids to have to put up with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just opens up a whole new avenue. I hear you. Preston, they have locations in St. Pete. So there's there's one okay. in Tampa, that, so you might be there able to go. check it out. Yeah. Norman, thanks for the heads up. I appreciate it, man. Awesome. Take right. care, guys. Take care. We'll see you later. So, uh, But anyway, I was happy to see... Some market improvement over, right. the, over the two days that I was there. It went from her just not being able to move at all and moaning constantly to being able to pull herself up off the couch on her own. I'm like, okay, we're heading in the right direction. I mean, but I didn't feel quite so bad about having to leave, you know. So. I know exactly what you're talking about. You see these places, though, that are really like villages that are, you know, not like a nursing home, but that's like, I know. you know, and it's like with her, I don't know if your sister would be eligible to go into one of the, I mean, probably as, as a caregiver. Yeah. She needs some herself. Absolutely. Yeah. So you get golf carts and stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was, uh, so that's, uh, uh, you know, the, instead of the Super Bowl, I was, I was doing that. Well, was, yeah, that, that's not as much fun. No, no, not yeah. as much, but, uh, like seeing an improvement. That was great. No, well, that's great I, news. So I'm happy to yeah. report that. Casey's give me the wrap up because we have Aiden Gillen coming up and we want to make sure we stay on time for that. So we're going to take a break. So thank you for listening to that. But I, I wanted also wanted to see if somebody could reach out and maybe point me in the right direction as well. And of course, like clockwork, Dr. Mike called in, of course. He's oh, a man. He's, I he's think we, man. Uh, no, we got to take a break. All right. uh, so we are going to, what? It says here, a surprise caller. It's Gary Lauer. <laughs> oh, so we should. Damn it. Dr. Lauer. Really Hold on a second. Dr. Lauer. I love my family. <laughs> You know, what, what is, maybe you, you Gary, maybe you have the same interests as Preston's mother. Yeah. yeah. Hello, everybody. How, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Maybe you send Gary down to St. Pete's to live with your mom. Would you go down and live with my mother, Gary? Uh, negotiable. Nice. Right. Negotiable. All right, let's start. Negotiable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where do we start where in the negotiations? Start Could she borrow your jam if, if she loses hers? Absolutely. Okay, oh, that's nice. That's really cool. Imagine if your mom and Gary Lowry become best friends. I would be. Oh, my God. Man. Oh, no. I, I want the movie rights to that. would <laughs> be amazing. Gary, have you ever been on a plane? Uh, never, but thanks to Kathy, I, I, I drink every I drink every day a, a, a teaspoon of apple cider. Oh, oh, I was like, because oh, of me, I drink every day until I pass I <laughs> Just hearing that voice kills me. <laughs> Wait, you have the apple cider vinegar, Gary? I drink it every day, Kathy Romano. Oh, my mom's going to be so proud of you. Mm-hmm. You, you, you saved my life. I love you. I love you. I love you, sweet tea. Look at that. Wow. Wait a second. Did, when you drank this, did you develop a third testicle? You told us you had a third <laughs> testicle. We, that's you speaking in that clip. I, I had three testicles. 
I'm I'm well now. All right. That's all that matters. Okay. All right, you're, it's you're only Carolyn right. Dowd. I miss, uh, my, I miss my family too. I mean, be nice to me. How are you, Preston? How you doing, Presbo? Hey, I, I had, had a bit of a rough weekend. Well, listen, I I hate to cut you off, but we do have to take a commercial break and come back in a little bit. But I didn't want to just blow you off, okay? Because your family. I, I, I love you, man. I love you. This we is, love you. Hey, and my birthday's Saturday coming up. Can I come in Friday? You can come in on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> come in Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's tradition, tradition now. Yeah. Can I come it's, in? Yeah. Well, Gary, like, come right, in. Yeah. I think we can. Yeah, you, know? you can come in on sure. Friday, Gary. Saturday. We don't know. You, know you, some, you never know something's going to happen. You want There's things you always want to say to each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I right. miss my family, man. I we miss, we miss your family. All right, we got to go. Santa's got to go. Right. Gotta thank go. thank Bye, you, Gary Lowers. Okay. Yeah, we'll see you later. Thank you, sweet dad. I'll be too. All right. All right. I needed that. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment, and we'll have actor Aiden Gillen on the show. Stay with us. Here comes the MM Army. Join Marissa Magnata tomorrow from 6 to 8 at the Irish Pub on 20th and Walnut in downtown Philly. Marissa will guest bartend to help raise funds for the American Lung Association's Fight for Air Climb and Team WMMR. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. So our next guest is standing by. He's been in uh, many, many movies, TV shows, all kinds of great stuff throughout the years. Of course, I'm a huge fan of uh, Peter Baelish, uh, who, of course, he played in Game of Thrones. But, uh, of course, you got to love Project Blue Book, which has its roots in uh, real life. Roswell and and, uh, Area 51 and uh, another uh, History Channel series. Uh, Season 2, Tuesdays, 10 o'clock on the History Channel. Please welcome Aiden Gillen to the podcast this morning. Aiden, good morning. Hello there. Hey, good morning. How are you? We're we're doing wonderful. We're uh, you know, a little tired. We had a little thing called the Super Bowl last <laughs> night, but uh nonetheless everybody yeah, survived. <laughs> a lot of people take the day off on Monday, but we work because we're troopers. Mm. Uh so Sorry, we there's a delay. There's a delay on our phone line. We're having a hard time getting through, but listen. Oh, well, we can have we can have some fun with that. All right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so listen, just I'm to... I'm in a very remote part of Scotland right now, so the delay might even be more of a delay. Oh, wow. You're where? In a remote part of Scotland, so oh, we're wow. probably dealing with a formidable yeah. delay. Well, listen, the uh, the Project Blue Book uh, conceit, you're based on a, a true character. Steve, you know more about it than I do. You're, uh, Alan J. Uh, Hynek, right, who is, the, uh, who is a, actually uh, the basis of the Close Encounters scale... And uh, an actual mm. figure, and uh, so he is the main protagonist in the show. My wife and I watched watched the the the, the first season, um, and it's it's a great series. Uh, are you yourself a? Um, I mean, a lot of information's out there. Are you yourself uh, a skeptic, uh, a believer? Uh, wh- where do you fall on the scale? Well, you know, I'm somewhere in the middle. Uh, probably quite similar to uh, where Heineck himself started out you know Heineck is a yeah as you said is based on a, a you know he's a real man who you know was an astrophysicist who was brought in by the u.s air force as science advisor for project blue book their study into you know the what was then a you know quite emerging and sensational phenomenon of ufos in the 1950s um you know he had a healthy skepticism but also a very healthy um you know uh, curiosity about what these what this phenomenon might be, and you know, as as the years went by, he became more uh, fascinated and more curious, and less skeptical and more of a believer. 
Um, yeah, I've always had an interest in this subject, you know, given that I'm a child of the 1980s and Close Encounters of the Third Kind was such a huge movie for me growing yeah. up. Um, and I just have a natural curiosity as to what might, what else might be out there in, a, in an infinite, potentially infinite universe. You know, the probability of there being something out there is, yeah. you know, it's quite high in my opinion. Um, no, I, I agree. So, yeah. H.G. Wells, you know, said, you know, it, it, it would be the ultimate hubris to think that we're the only uh, beings in the universe. And I, so I go back to the there was a, a book years ago, Chariots uh, of the uh, of the Gods. And it was, you know, uh, that was mm. started a big UFO craze and so on and so forth. But as of late, the Navy has um, declassified some information. And there there are people mm-hmm. that have some real gravitas and import saying, now, mind you, just because it's unidentified doesn't mean that it's Zontar from Jupiter. But still, there's there's there there are these things that are being seen, and there's footage that the Navy has that we've seen, and 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 suddenly people are starting to give a second look to this stuff. And I think that's why your your show is hitting at the right time. Yeah, I mean that was kind of coincidental. Just as we were shooting season one, we noticed that there was a lot more stuff appearing in you know mainstream media about. UFO, UFO sightings, a lot more credibility being given. It. There's always been people with uh, gravitas. There always have been credible witnesses, be they, you know, airline pilots, uh, commercial pilots, military pilots, uh, you know, among many other people from many other spheres of life uh, who are reporting these things, often, you know, um, going against their instincts to do so, knowing that they will be ridiculed. And, yeah. You know, they're putting their... Uh, potentially their careers in jeopardy, their credibility, definitely. So, yeah, I have noticed that there's been a lot more uh, reports in mainstream media recently. I think just people are probably a little, you know, less... um, There's less stigma attached to it, I think, these days. It's still a quite, you know, fantastical idea to think that, you know, these things could be anything other than some unexplained earthly or, you know astronomical phenomena but you know people are just a little less intimidated with the idea of giving up some credence i think you're right and also news media is something that needs to be filled more than it ever has given that it's a 24-hour you know consistently alive um thing that needs to be fed so of course there's more stories about everything Right, and with the uh, with the story of, of Roswell, you know, and and all the the government cover ups, you know, that's of course there are conspiracy theorists who believe that yes, the government has been covering these things up for ages and so on. Do you think if if it were to be uh, legitimized, or if there were definitive information that that yes, indeed, there have been aliens and they've been here, do you think that it would be a, a big government secret and they would indeed try to cover up as much as possible? Um, yeah, but, you know, you try to see it from their point of view, uh, something like that, information like that, if it did come out and it were true, would cause, you know, widespread panic and chaos. Uh, I think it would be quite hard to keep something like that secret, but, you know, um, if I were in charge, I'd probably want to keep it secret. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. movie Contact covered, you know, a, a bit of what might happen. Contact, yeah. I, there's that scene in the beginning of, you talk about Close Encounters, where the, the pilot, they ask the pilot if he wants to report, he's a commercial airline pilot, do you want to report a a UFO? Mm. And he says, nah, I don't, you know, I don't yeah. want to do that because everyone's reticent to do it. However, 
when you have, yeah. I, I mean, as you see people, you know, again, there's this footage of these things. It's up there. We're, we're, we're seeing it doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean, again, it's from deep in outer space. There's a whole bunch of this planet we don't know about. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, but whatever it is, it's out yeah. there. And it certainly is interesting fodder <laughs> for a TV show. And with this and with you in this role, Aiden, now that that steps up your uh, your visibility to people who, who do believe in government cover ups and so forth. Are they <laughs> reaching out to you? Are they starting to overload if you're on social media or things like that? Yeah, well, I haven't been overwhelmed by that uh, yet. I'm not on social media, so I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> OK, uh, but sure, I have come across I have had some encounters, uh, pardon the pun, um, myself with UFO people or people from you know what would be called the ufo community and uh look they've been really interesting conversations and i'm always up for that um i keep myself private enough so i'm not in the firing lines for that kind of thing all the time but you know some of our screenings have made sure to invite people from the the those groups along you know like uh move on it's an important uh demographic if you like for us to um appeal to you know we want to we want to have their support as well as, you know, just the wider television audience. You know, it's not being made specifically just for that niche crowd. Right. And we're, no, uh, it, 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 our, it's, it's well done. Even so if, our goal is for a much bigger... Yeah. Yeah. Even even if you don't, even if you're not fully buying into this, it's just it's just it's just interesting. It's compelling and it's it's taught drama. Uh, I want to ask you because you're in Bohemian Rhapsody as well. Do you think Freddie Mercury might have been from outer space? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, like all great rock stars, when you first see them on Top of the Pops or whatever the equivalent would have been in the States, uh, like Bowie or Freddie Mercury, you know, they do look like they've been beamed down. (laughs) It's true. They appear in your television, particularly (laughs) Bowie, who was kind of playing on that anyway. Yeah. Um, Freddie Mercury, yeah, you know, I know where he was from, really, but I'd like to think, (laughs) you know, rock stars just do, you're supposed to feel like they've been beamed down from space into your living room to save you. True. Excellent. And uh, with this, we've got uh, the season two underway. Is there any talk of another season beyond this, or we just want to uh, see where this goes and then find out what happens down the road? Yeah, we don't know yet. I mean, the the idea is always to do more uh, until you've exhausted something beyond its limits. You know, this is just two seasons. And given that we've got, you know, endless amounts of real cases to uh, base our scripts on, and they are, they are all in, uh, based on real reported events. Right. You know, we've got tons more to mine from, and yeah. you know, we've got a lot more to go with the characters if we want. So I'd like to think we do some more, yeah. Cool. Not um, confirmed yet, but I'd say it's quite likely. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, History Channel, 10 p.m. Tuesdays. You can catch uh, Aiden on Project Blue Book, second season. Thanks, Aiden. Take care, and we'll talk to you down the road. You got it. Aiden Gillen, guys. Yay! Remote uh, Scotland. Yeah. I I meant to, I wanted to go into a little bit about, you know, we mainly hear about Roswell and and sightings around here, but I mean, that's all around the world, people. Gotta be, right? There there are, yeah, all all over the place. So I, I, early on, you know, we used to talk about uh, going to the library on the weekends and my dad would take me in. A substantial amount of my reading was UFOs, ghosts, the paranormal. I, I yeah. was I was an X Files, way before the X Files existed. I was reading all of this stuff, the books that the uh, the Conjuring, you know, those stories are all the, those ghost hunters, uh, the Warrens. I was reading their books and all that stuff. 
And I, I, I bought into some of it, and sometimes I'd be, oh, I'm not so sure about this. But, but uh, it was always interesting. What would you rather, communicate with a ghost or an alien? Uh, I think... I think an alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too scary. Yeah. Have you guys heard? Um, like, um, in uh, like the Southwest, um, like there's a legend of like a like a dog riding a monkey riding a dog. No, ant people. Like, uh, so if you there's like hieroglyphics, right? Yeah. Essentially, like Indian. Oh yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With with yeah, and there's 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 a uniformity, and you you stop and think about it. It's what the ancient aliens Mm -hmm. series is about, and a lot of what what I love is how they talk about it many times as if it's fact. Yeah. But hypothetically, there's a lot of things that tie these, you know, seemingly spread by thousands of miles. These different cultures. How do they keep arriving at the same sort of yeah basic myth and basic sort of history and and all of that stuff is fascinating i do believe that you know there's 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 a lot of stuff that is easy that not easily but explained by just you know human human uh, abilities and, yeah, and what was and done human nature and human nature yeah, that said yeah. leave yeah, there's there's always a possibility and it's a big old universe out there yep so when we were uh when we did the camping trip in the grand canyon um we, we, we abducted we no, well i mean hear me out here okay. um the last night we were there, uh, my cousin was up later than most other people, and he was just having a cigar, and he saw some stuff that, like, blew his mind. Now, when we woke up the next morning, a tent was missing. Just a tent was gone. It, it was it was nowhere to be found, and we could have sworn – my cousin saw it happen. What did he see? He saw something with, like, like uh, lit up beady eyes. Wait a minute. I've never heard you tell this. Never heard this story. Can we All right. So I got He says he's like and his words are somebody's perpetrating against us right now. He And he, it's a it was a regular cigar, right? Uh it was a regular cigar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't uh do any of that okay. sort of stuff. I'm I, I you want me to see if I can get him on the line here? If he can get no, him on, just well, yeah. uh, tell us what you know. What I know is he was up smoking a cigar and he saw something uh with like lit up beady eyes, go and, like, grab this tent and get up and walk away with the tent. Now, he could have sworn that it was... We Listen, we had four guides, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have uh, two guides and then they're... And the, the one from Jupiter. Then they're, they're helpers, right? Yeah. So essentially, there's four guides, 28 people, on, yeah. and uh, these guides, he was... We were, like... We were accusing them, or at least he was accusing them of, like, trying to, you know... Pull, pull one over. Pull, pull, a, pull a prank right. on us, right? Perpetrating on them. Perpetrating on us. Yeah. You know, they were perpetrating. Uh-huh. Um, and they would not fess up. Okay. N- still to this day have never, ever, ever fessed up. Now, last summer, my cousin and I were back down in the Southwest, and we actually met uh, the two guides for dinner one night. So this yeah. is, you know, a couple of years later, and still will, would not own... And I don't know why, if they didn't do it, or I'm sorry, if they did do it, why they wouldn't reveal the prank? Why they wouldn't at some reveal point. the prank at some point? What did this thing besides the beady eyes? Was there any, was was the silhouette different? Or did, what did it look like? I don't know. Okay. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, but big beady lit up eyes. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish we could get him. Stole on the a tent. Stole it, and the tent's gone. Like the, gone, you know, gone. <laughs> did he say if it was a human shape with big uh, beady? Lit up eyes? Uh, well, it was on two legs. Okay. Did it have a fanny pack? pack? Uh, did not have a fanny pack. Um, but, you know, so that happened. 
And then last year when we were in the uh, in the Grand Canyon in that area again, that's when I heard about ant people. See, I'd be waking everyone up if if I saw get the f up. Yeah, if well, he I thought saw... they were, he thought we were getting messed with. You know, you're getting perpetrated on. I'm getting perpetrated at on. the time. He thought this perpetration was taking yeah. place. Yeah. And so it, it and it did, was my cousin's tent who went missing. By the way, it but, didn't freak him out at all. Um, no, because I was funny. Was it? Was there anything in the tent that went missing as well? No, no, because so we essentially we we slept under the stars. So, but you set up a tent just in case it like rained or something oh, okay. along those lines. Oh. So, so a tent was set up, but my cousin. The, not the one who saw it, but my other cousin was sleeping outside of the tent. So, so when he woke so up, so your cousin is it was out a tent on this trip. Never found it again. It was the later last on. night. It was the last night of camping. Oh. So I don't know. Hmm. What are you guys giggling about? <laughs> I'd say, I've never heard a story like this before. No, I mean, it, yeah. listen. It's very. It may be like the end of Close Encounters of the Third Kind when everybody for over the years, like those the 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 the, the pilots that got lost over the Bermuda Triangle, an alien will come out with your tent. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> we, we took this from you when yes. you were doing the, your uh, the Grand Canyon tour. <laughs> we're very sorry, but we wanted to see what it was. It didn't seem like you guys were sleeping out under the stars, and we said, well, there can't be some like temporary housing, so we needed to explain explore it. I mean, ET had big glowing oh my God. eyes, right? Yes, yeah. But he, yeah. Did, what, did, what, was it like, as he moved along? I, you know, and so this is a third-party story because I didn't experience this myself. So I don't know, I don't know how long it took. Right. The way that my brain operates when, when hearing stories like this is that there's always a logical explanation, right? Yes. It's some, agree. I agree. It's the right them. way the to tent. explore it. You always, you yeah. always have to think, okay, what, what, what is, and, and then. They forgot to put the tent up that night. You know, or uh, there was a raccoon in the camp and he saw that. Or, or Ant-Man took it. Ant-Man. No, no like at, <laughs> at night, your brain plays tricks on you. Your eyes play yeah. tricks on your brain and you're tired and you're sleep deprived and you're out in the middle of nowhere. And so I'm sure. What he's saying is the truth, you know, that, that he believes that this yes. happened. I don't think that your, your cousin's crazy or anything like that. Right. I just think that there's a way to explain it that also makes sense. Yeah. There is a research facility underwater where they <laughs> do not eat hot dogs, they don't serve hot dogs because dogs, they yeah. will cause your stomach to explode. But that's logic. Said, no, yeah, when, Nick, when you look at that, is what's the likelihood? An alien came down and stole a tent or these guys were messing with him and they pull yeah. a prank and they never reveal cuz it's just funny to them. Right. What's what's more likely? The alien. <laughs> the, clearly the the, well, I didn't say alien. I no, possibly it could be person. a, a oh, canyon ant man. Yeah. Oh, and I'm they sorry. didn't come down, they are already they there. They came out of their caves, oh, living among yeah. us. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, Would you start you make it ridiculous. I was way yeah. off. I just assume they were from yeah. another planet. No, no, Stop no, they, grasping for straws and I get real. Jesus, they have cloaking devices. This might be a stupid question, but is that where the term alien ant farm comes from? I don't know. Where, what is that from? I don't know. That's actually a good a good question. Uh, if you, by the way, if you ever are even remotely into any subject like this, just turn on the History Channel on any weekend, or the Travel Channel, which is all ghosts. Really, and the History Channel is all ancient aliens around the clock. Speaking of traveling uh, this weekend, as I was flying, I did see uh, a few people wearing the. Um, uh, the face mask thing. Did yeah. you? I yeah. was wondering about that. On, on the flight out to Florida, I saw a couple people getting on. I kind of did a quick double take. I'm like, wow. I guess they're just taking precautions. I saw it out in, in public on uh, Saturday afternoon. Somebody uh, coronavirus was in, a, was in a public spot. And, and people. They, it was not an alien ant person. It was just a person. 
Well, you know what? I don't know. Maybe it was. You don't know. You don't know. I really don't know. But they were wearing a mask. Their mouth was covered. It could have been mandibles for all we knew. Don't reveal my face. I'm an egg man. Even I am afraid of the coronavirus. I I did see a woman who was wearing a mask, and and I believe she has to wear one all the time for whatever reason it may be, because the mask she was wearing, number one, it was cloth. It wasn't like a uh, disposable material. And it had a smiley face on it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not not like the the whole head. I mean, like yeah. it, it had a mouth on it that was smiling. And I think that for whatever she has a medical condition or something like that, and has to wear one and wants to portray, hey, I'm I, I'm smiling. I'm yeah. underneath here. I just have a normal mouth. You know, she what has I mean, frowny syndrome. Like she has frowny syndrome. She can't. <laughs> I can't smile. I'm sorry. She's like Eeyore. Yeah. The, uh, from uh, the uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh, yeah. Yeah. I did read this story, though. Uh, a new study from Emory University finds that people who sit in a window seat on plane planes have the least amount of contact with people potentially infected with any illness. Yeah, I'm uh, an aisle guy. Because... Sitting in aisle seats more likely to come into contact with passengers moving about the cabin. Yeah, my elbow ends up in more people because I'm, I'm a little broader, you know, but I, I like that room. And then when I'm wedged into the... the, the uh, the window seat. I used to oh, only want those. the window seat, but if you want to go up and you want to go to the bathroom and all that stuff, it's That's just so much annoying. easier. And you can yeah. stick your one leg out yeah. into the aisle. I'm a window seat guy because yeah. I like something to look at. I yeah. like, I, I, and I, I love uh, takeoff and landing and mm-hmm. being in a window and being able to see, especially when you're flying in an area, you know, and trying to right. pick out the locations and golf courses and things like that. <laughs> I, lo- I love to do that. And people. And and people because they... They're so tiny from yeah. up there. We haven't taken off yet, sir. Uh, but I, I, on the flight out on Friday, um, I sat down and uh, a guy came and he, he was sitting in, in the seat next to me and he was super duper nice. And he introduced himself to me and said hi. And he was a talker. And, I'm, and uh-huh. But I just, I was so tired. I just, I, I would love to have actually. I see you've noticed my mandibles. I, I would love to have had a conversation with him, but I'm like, dude, I got to go to sleep. Yeah. yeah oh, did gotta, you say that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm like, I'd, I'd talk to you, but I got to, I got to pass out. And fortunately. And what did he say? Uh, oh, huh. Oh, oh be huh. that way. Oh. oh. But fortunately, I have my badass travel pillow yeah. that I bought. And uh-huh. you put it on his head. Which, <laughs> did you see the picture of it? It looks like, a, it looks like Dr. Manhattan's penis. Penis and tactical. Yeah, yeah, testicles. Yeah. Uh, and, but. It is the only travel pillar pillow I've ever bought that actually allows me to sleep. The only thing that helps you get to sleep is a huge dong. I, if I got to wear a dong on my face to get some sleep, I'll do it. So the idea is you curl it around your neck, and then the, the balls you put between your face and the wall, uh, the bulkhead. Yeah, no, the 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 actual the, the penis part goes under your chin, right? So and, and with, with uh, and, the head just yes. about near your ear, and the balls go. Yeah, one's kind of on your face, and right. one's on on the back of your head. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did yeah. you did you have a carry on vagina or did you? St- <laughs> I thought you rubbed the. Well, well that's what you sleep in. <laughs> well, that's if you're traveling you with two people, okay. you can share it then. You can, but it's called the J pillow. Yes, huh. I forgot to post that. That's what the name of it is. But, J for uh, penis. A lot of people were were asking me about it because uh, I posted it on social media. But it is uh, it's the best. I've tried the the inflatable, uh, you know, donut thing. And, and you and you slept with this fully soundly. Oh yeah, yeah, no really? problem. It it actually huh. it's it's excellent. I finally found it. Steve. I had the one where you, that you bought for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's inflatable, and you put your hands oh, in it, right. and it sits on the tray in yeah. front of you, and yeah, you yeah. lay your head on it. I felt like an a-hole using that one. <laughs> that didn't work. 
<laughs> this thing actually works. There is one the J pillow where you actually uh, it's basically the, the the each ball the balls are on each side of your head. <laughs> yeah, and the shaft arches over your head. Oh, okay. Onto the seat in front of you and keeps you in position. Wow. Yeah, and then there's there's like uh, there's um. Little hairs that come down. Oh okay. my god! And hang around your face, tickle right. your nose, and it stays. It keeps <laughs> cooling because there are these hoses that run along the. <laughs> it's really wild. Well, uh, well, Sometimes listen. It gets in your mouth. To get sleep on a plane, I'll do pretty much anything. Yeah, even curl up with a huge dong. You know what else I missed this weekend was uh, Groundhog Day. Uh, yes, yeah, my, uh, we have the official announcement. We the do. Authentic we official. Do? If you want to hear it, yeah, sure. Why not? What are, what are we in for? Well, uh, well uh, let, let the, yeah. All right, here we go. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Punxsutawney Phil, the seer of seers, prognosticator of all prognosticators, was awakened from his burrow. In Groundhog Ease, Phil directed the... Wow, so this is... They use the, that script in the movie Groundhog. Oh, I didn't yeah. know they use that same thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Inner circle to his prediction scroll, which reads, Now my forecast on a day that's a palindrome will cause some to cheer and some to moan. So do I hope you think it's neighborly, for there is no shadow of me. Spring will be early. It's a certainty. Oh, man. People are going crazy. And then it started attacking them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yesterday Um, was a palindrome day. Uh, Yeah. It was 02-02-2020. And the next one with eight digits like that won't happen for 101 years or something like that. That's okay. Cecily Tynan t- uh, tweeted about it yesterday. We'll okay. have to make known of that when it comes around again. Well, yeah, yeah right? but but it's like um, <laughs> because some countries put the date before the yes. uh, the month. So okay. that's why it's a worldwide thing. Oh, okay. I still don't understand. So it looks good. An early <laughs> spring. Uh, statistically, it's like 50-50 uh, that it's been yes. accurate, right? Uh, uh, yes. May 20th in some countries is 0520, and in other countries it's 2005. Uh, I, oh, as yes. far as the uh, his... his um, Accuracy level? I, yeah, I saw this article last week. According to the Groundhog Club's records, uh, with the various incarnations of Punxsutawney and Phil have been predicted, have predicted 103 forecasts of winter, more winter, and 19 early springs. That's it. You little rat. Only 19 times. Wow. How, what was the what was the level of accuracy though? So uh, let's see here. I do have that number. Uh, okay. So data from the Stormfax Almanac's data. Shows that Phil's six weeks progno- six week prognostications have been correct about thirty nine percent of the time. Oh, it's less than I thought. Mm. Yeah, Phil does a shade poorer when you check his performance against actual weather outcomes since nineteen sixty nine, when the accuracy of weather records is less in question. Phil's overall accuracy rate drops to about. Thirty-six percent. Did we discuss the birth of this legend, and w- 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 where does it find its? I don't know. Step I'm, off point where you? I, yeah, I don't know when when they began. Groundhog. Uh, it says here though the groundhog's powers of prognostication are slightly better when he doesn't see his shadow though. When he predicted a short winter, he was much more likely to be right. Out of the fifteen times that he didn't see his shadow and predicted an early spring, he got it right seven times. That's 47% accuracy. Well, the podium, by the way, and the whole mm. thing is bathed in light, <clears throat> artificial yeah. light. He's going to see a shadow. Yeah. Uh, it says here if how he stands up against human forecasters. If Phil is right 39% of the time, it's much, much, much worse than a climatological 
uh, prediction. Even if you flip a coin, you'll still be right close to half of the time, and that's 50% accuracy. So he's actually really bad at it. Ah, good. Yeah. Yeah. What better reason to make a whole spectacle out of it? I I want at least one decent snowfall. Uh, You know, at least one of like... It can start Friday night, yeah, and then rain can get rid of it on Sunday. You know, listen, I agree with you. I would prefer for it to happen However, for the resorts, though. We want the resorts to do well. Yeah. And for also for the cardboard classic, Casey, right? I don't know. Well, I mean, that would be nice too. I just I like the <laughs> I like the way it feels when it snows out. It's pretty, yeah, and it's quiet. Well, yeah. and also the uh, the landscapers and the guys who rely on uh, snow clearance, yeah, are, for are them get, too, are getting mm-hmm. kind of nailed uh, this year. I've, I've, I found out so through some people who do this for a living that it's it's killing them. Do we have any foreseeable snow uh, no, coming up? Nothing. No, In fact, nothing. warm. But we do have to get ready. We want something for the cardboard classic. For Got sure. to. Yep. Absolutely. Hey, did you have a piece? I know we're just kind of doing a few uh, things here and there. Was there a piece of audio that you wanted to, to play oh, for Oh, the me? Amber Heard stuff? Yeah. So this Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, this was leaked out. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp went to some sort of marriage counseling. And they, um, it was consensual and the whole thing. They both had agreed to do it. And they were there doing the session. And um, Amber Heard recorded it. And everyone knew it was being recorded on on her phone. It was all agreed to, and then the audio leaked out, leaked out. What? <laughs> Somebody uh, and some of the audio painting a different picture of Amber Heard. The relationship, or at least the impression, has always been that Depp was very um, caustic to her and aggressive, and he'd said, "Well, no, there's she's she's violent, uh, you know, and has taken swings and thrown things at me." And then this, here's audio of her talking about it to the therapist with Depp in the room. Why, why would you ever record a session? I, I guess to at that time they were attempting to work on the marriage. Yeah, and, but why would you record I it? Don't Weren't they know. both there? I don't know. Well, sometimes know. therapists record sessions. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. To play back for to audio. To TMZ. Well, no <laughs> take notes. All right, here's a little bit. I haven't heard this yet. Here we go. I'm sorry that I didn't uh, you, uh, uh, hit you. Me across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. It was not punching you. You're not punched. Yeah, no, okay. when you have a closed fist. You're not hit. I'm sorry I hit you like this, but I did not punch you. I did not deck you. I was hitting you. you I don't know what the motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. Huh. I mean, and it's it's a long... I mean, It's, it's about two hours. It's Yeah. And at one point, she's like mocking him. She's calling him a baby. You're, you're such a baby. <laughs> and apparently, she says she she was throwing things at him, like um, you know, like glasses and and pots and stuff like that. Whoa! Uh, and then she says we didn't have the exact audio portion of it, but the transcript says this is a this is a uh, like a murder, uh, uh, like a murder suicide or something like that waiting to happen. Like describing the toxic nature of the relationship wow. so wow. And people can make you so angry though that you you know what i mean like she may have been so frustrated yeah no at whatever it was violence in any case like this is bad but it does it does at least initially tend to add credence to his side of the story that it Maybe. might have been a two-way street well it was also i mean there were there were um I didn't. I listened to a lot of it. I didn't listen to all of it, but there were there were moments where he was saying basically when she was getting physical with him that he left, um, rather left. than when, when, oh, I tried to leave and you called me a pussy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so he was leaving, and then that made her even more mad that that he walked out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then she called me a pussy. Um, 
Yeah, that's it, if that's the case, you know, if if someone, if, if no matter who they are, are throwing things at you, yeah, and hurting you, at some point you you have to defend yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not I'm not no. saying in this situation because mm-hmm. I don't know what go, what went on in their world, but but if you are indeed whether they're male or female and they are they are harming you at some point you have to stop that or you you got to run or yeah. something you know I mean, as you know and like you, you, you like the stuff at the uh, the laurel house that you do Preston. oh my god and, yes. and they're guys who have been you know certainly uh, uh, this story though i don't know and and nor will we ever really fully know but but it's no. uh it's it, so that actually caused a thing um defending johnny depp to start trending on twitter and no and we'll, kidding we'll see how this uh this all plays out, but it's a new rub to this story that we thought was pretty much over. Yeah. Yo, if so, if this was recorded in the privacy of like um, therapy, isn't the therapist like uh, going to get in trouble for this? Listen, you won't you they know lose how, their like? Do you know how much? And I, I think it was on her phone. It was on Amber Heard's phone. I believe that's the story, and uh, you can check on that. But it, do you know, like in these cases with these high. Falutin, high Falutin. You know the, the the psychiatrists and therapists who deal with celebrities. My, I there's probably microphones set up in rooms like that. Mm. I mean, to hold on to stuff like that, wouldn't you? I just thought that there was like a, um, a, a, a a code that says you don't. That's what I thought. But it, it's you know stuff gets leaked out, transcripts yeah. get leaked out, documents that you show, that you thought were protected or private. It happens within the government for Christ's sake. Yeah. You know all the time, stuff yeah. that you figure should be secure gets leaked. Yeah, wow. it was on her phone, Steve. There you go, and and she didn't release it. No, but you you could hack into a phone. Yeah. Not true. a problem, especially wow. if she's on the cloud. Wow. Okay, that's freaky. Um, this other thing, uh, apparently <laughs> Wilford Brimley <laughs> had uh, responded to a tweet from Ellie Schnitt. She works for Barstool. Okay. She wrote, uh, she had written something about... Um, uh, serious question, is the Chiefs coach the diabetes guy? <laughs> and Wilford Brimley wrote back, Ellie, no, I am the diabetes guy. That's, so funny. <laughs> That's great. So he must have gotten word. And, and this just in, Wilford Brimley has a Twitter account. Who knew that? I had no idea. Is that that's really his Twitter account? It's not somebody posing. You know what? As him. That's a that's a very good. I don't see a blue check mark. I don't either. You know, I have diabetes. I didn't even know you still had. You know, I have diabetes. The diabetes thing. All liberty. Diabetes. These are my testing supplies. These are my testing supplies. Diabetes. When I say diabetes. When I say diabetes, oh my God! Diabetes, fetus, 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 fetus. Wilford still working? I don't know. I thought he retired. He's eighty-five. Oh wow! Hmm. I thought he was eighty-five when Cocoon was. Uh, yeah, I thought so too. He was actually in his fifties, right? That's or something crazy. Like that. Yeah, I mean, he was like uh, he was younger than Tom Cruise is now. I think. Um, <laughs> wow! He, he was what a same, mess. I think he was the same age as Paul Rudd is now when he shot Cocoon. What a mess. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's still working. He's in a movie called Cellophane that comes out next year, and he was in a, ble- a it's movie called about Hot Cellophane. It's, uh, no, it's about uh, hot curls. <laughs> Don't you use cellophane in a hot curl? Oh, saran wrap. A saran wrap. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Same thing, right? Essentially. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I should have been a farmer. <laughs> 
One last story, and then we got to wrap right. it up. I saw this. Um, wait, you want this breaking news? Yes. Oh. What is it? Uh, we talked about this last oh. week or the week before. Break, break, this is news. breaking news. Uh-oh. Police clear Flyers Gritty of allegation that he punched a 13-year-old. Yeah! So Gritty is in the clear. Gritty has been cleared of all charges and can resume his job. Uh, it says here police have uh, cleared him in the assault of uh, the alleged assault of a 13-year-old boy during a fam photo event last year. Uh, it says police, uh, so the incident occurred during a photo shoot at the Flyers' home stadium. Uh, on Monday morning, Philadelphia police detectives announced that he had, they had cleared Gritty after an investigation. Huh. So that's all that there is That is now. good news. More More news coming soon. <laughs> Uh, all right, and Casey's just reminding me we need to do this. This starts today. We have a chance for you to win once again, courtesy of Dr. Oz, $500. This is really cool. We have a $500 Amex gift card. So here's the question that I have for you to kickstart things because we're going to ask you to watch today's show, and tomorrow I have a question about today's show. Is it about diabetes? No. What time and channel does the Dr. Oz show air? Where and when is it on? Oh, my God. I know, right? That's a gimme. I know. In fact, it's the same question we asked last time. Yep. Uh, Caller number eight. We'll start there. 215-263-WMMR. All right. So let's see if you know the answer. When and where is Dr. Oz on? 215-263-WMMR. We'll take a break. Come back in a second. Some Bizarre File stories are on the way. Stay with us. and Steve's Cardboard Classic from 93.3 WMMR and Pacifico Beer. Friday, March 6th at Jack Frost Mountain where the snow comes first. The sled deemed best design scores a $2,000 cash prize. The best live live anchors up theme scores $500 and beer for a year from Pacifico. Sprint has $500 for the fastest sled. There's $300 for the coolest Jose Cuervo themed sled. And somewhat of a gag gift for the Preston and Steve's favorite fail. Mandatory sled registration through March 1st at WMMR.com. For the MMR VIP lift ticket pre-sale, the sooner you buy, the less you pay. Through February 23rd, lift tickets are just 10 bucks while supplies last at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic at Jack Frost Mountain. Sponsored by Chorus Photography and Sprint. Brighter future for all. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, you ready to go for another run of the Bizarre File? Yeah! Oh, we got to get our answer first. Oh, my God. Oh, my God! Dr. Oz. I forgot, Casey. You're right. We were looking for the eighth caller. What so is this? Let's do that. What time and channel is the Dr. Oz show on? That's the very simple question that we have for you. So, uh, caller number eight is Clint. Hey, Clint. Hey, good morning, guys. How are we doing? Wonderful. So, I just need to know what time and channel is the Dr. Oz show on? Two o'clock in the afternoon on Fox 29. And that's correct. Yeah! Yeah! And you, Clint, now have a $500 Amex gift card. Congratulations, pal. Awesome, guys. Thank you. You bet. Nice and easy. And tomorrow, we're going to make you work a little bit more for it. But all you got to do is watch a great show, Dr. Oz. Yes! We'll have a question about tomorrow's show. And as Clint was saying, it's on 2 o'clock on Fox 29 today. Get that daily dose of Dr. Oz. Health tips, true crime stories, food investigations, celebrity interviews, weekdays 2 
at 2 on Fox 29. So tomorrow we'll have a question about today's show. So make sure that you check that out. We're going to do that in the next couple of weeks. $500 every day. All right, now we can do the Bizarre Five. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Five. Brought to you by Patient First Clode, Clold. <laughs> Cold and flu season is here. I've got a Clode. Uh, you definitely <laughs> Patient First is here to help. <laughs> Urgent care that's open 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day of the year. It's like Claude Giroux. <laughs> uh, 20 Eastern Pennsylvania and South Jersey area medical centers. The Harry... <laughs> I can't. I can't. What, what, what's you were traveling all day. I, yeah. I, I was, what's yeah. Harry though? I was just say they handle everything. <laughs> they Harry your clothes, and I put handle and every and made uh, er, and made it Harry. At these times, you <laughs> need someone who cares about your clothes, and Harry said correctly. I snorted, too. <sighs> here we go. Let me get to a story here. I'm going to skip that first. Uh, oh, no, I can't do that one either. Hold Why? On. Oh, it's a sad eh, one? It's a sad one. I okay, don't want to start with that. No. Um, oh, this is the... All right, here's a good one. It's a good one. A An unsuspecting vacationer was left mortified when his designer swimwear shorts began to dissolve before his very eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dean Hogue, who is 55 years old from England, uh, was enjoying a day at a water park in Portugal when his new shorts, gifted to him by his son-in-law, Luke, split in half. Luke had plotted the embarrassing trick, so they were shorts made They're to like fall They're like novelty apart. shorts. Yeah, oh, which no. I'd never heard of before. Oh, I love this idea. Uh, so he had, he had done this with his wife, uh, Lynn, and daughter Bethany behind his back, and the whole party of 12 were there to see this happen. In the video, Dean walks from the flume as the shorts begin to vanish, leaving the lab technician's bare butt on display as he desperately tries to cover it. Luke said he's one of the guys who isn't too fussed about what he wears, so his wife buys all his clothes. She told him that I had bought him some nice shorts, and he thought that they were designer, and he was blaming Lynn at first. Uh, Luke bought the pair of shorts on eBay and concocted the plan for Lynn to save them for the day that they hit the water park. Uh, he said uh, he came down the slide and got stuck, and we were all laughing. So he uh, he thought that's what we were laughing at, but we knew what was going to happen. The shorts started to split, and we were laughing our heads off, and he was so embarrassed because of all the lifeguards were laughing at him as well. He hid behind a trash can to try and get out of public view, but all 12 of us there were, were there with our cameras out. So. I, I I've never. I yes, we have to look for these. I didn't know they made uh, novelty shorts like that, but apparently they do. All right, here's the story I'd skipped. A British man was last seen alive almost two months ago while trying to sail solo around the world. He's been found dead on his yacht. Uh, a guy named Mark Brennan was a window cleaner. Uh, his decomposed body was discovered on his 30-foot boat about 80 miles off of Jamaica. There was no cleaner and he had a yacht? The inexperienced sailor had traveled across the Atlantic to the Caribbean and was last seen leaving the island of Grenada 
On the night of December 6th, fellow sailors say that the uh, Avrio had dirty fuel issues, no huh. radio or cellular telephone. So he did everything right. Yeah, mm. and Mr. Brennan had lost his dinghy in the transatlantic crossing. A search and rescue plane spotted the yacht drifting in the east, about 150 miles northeast of Aruba. Uh, and they saw that three times, so they alerted the, uh, uh. the authorities, and they found him. Yeah, and apparently... He shouldn't have been doing this. Well, he didn't have the skills to sail around the world. A neighbor said, I can't understand how he's been found in a boat off Jamaica. I always knew him as a window cleaner, and he never mentioned any interest in yachting. <laughs> so that's somebody who was like, yeah, I can do that. You I know think what I'll mean? share. Yeah, wow. It's got to be easy. A United <laughs> States postal worker was caught with a public storage unit full of mail he never delivered. Jason Delacruz pleaded guilty to charges of... Delay of mail by postal employee. Dela Cruz, who worked as a mail carrier, said that he felt pressured and couldn't make time to complete his mail route. It's a lot of, a lot of work to he, ask someone to do. He told authorities <laughs> that he... <laughs> Gotta go to each house. Uh, that he rent, li, and to Listen to the links he went to. He rented a public storage unit yeah. for $49 a month for the sole purpose of storing mail that he could not deliver. Who's got that kind of time to walk to each house and put the mail in the box? Why would you not burn it? I mean, honestly, if you're that lazy, why would you even... Well, that'd that'd be a crime. Well, the employee (laughs) said he started hiding mail in November uh, or December 2018. He rented the storage unit in February of 2019. He said that he put mail he was unable to deliver in the unit from that time up until he was discovered in May of 2019. Dela Cruz told authorities he intended to deliver the mail in the storage unit... But he fell behind and was never able able to. I'll get to it. He said he never destroyed any mail, Casey, which probably saved him a lot of uh, jail time, to be honest. Well, yeah. Agents from the United States Postal Service. Who's going to deliver it? Office <laughs> Inspector General found almost 5,000 pieces of mail in the storage unit. They discovered. So listen to this. So they said they found 5,000 pieces of mail. <laughs> Only uh, so ninety-seven pieces were first-class mail, which included letters from the Department of Motor Vehicles, the IRS, insurance companies, bank statements, and other uh, tax return documents. Magazines and other publications made up one hundred and fifteen pieces of mail. So you had ninety-seven pieces of first-class yes. mail, one hundred and fifteen pieces of mail. There are five thousand, right? The rest of them were all ads, all ad stuff. Forty-seven hundred ads. Most of that is just. That's junk mail. Junk. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole deal. The Postal Service delivered the first class mail after it was found. The ads were discarded because they were old by then. How many Bed Bath & Beyond coupons oh were in there? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It must have been loads. Mm-hmm. All right, and then, uh, Casey, time for one more? A really shorty. A really shorty. Actually, right? no. All right, that's it, and that's your bizarre Yay! file. Sorry about that. Sorry. Let me give away some uh, passes to see the movie Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, we have a screening that is going to be Saturday at 10 a.m. at the Regal UA Riverview Plaza, which is on South Columbus Boulevard. And if you'd like to go, we'll take uh, six callers right now, and we'll put you on the list. 215-263-WMMR. It opens nationwide February 14th, rated PG-13. Give us a call. Coming back in a moment. Have a crazy story uh, for music news for you that I'll pass along. Oh. With us. Yeah. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, We are going to do a lesson question. We are going to give away Steven Singer's popular fully dipped classic gold rose. And let's see what kind of question we are going to ask. 
uh, today. In the Google commercial during the Super Bowl, we learned that Loretta's one weird nipple points to which state? <laughs> I don't even remember. I do. 215-263-WMMR. In the Google commercial... During the Super Bowl, we learned that Loretta's one weird nipple points to which state? 215-263-WMMR. By the way, we already have a Daily Rush video. This may be the first time, maybe not the first time, one of the rare occasions where the show isn't over yet. Yeah. And we have a Daily Rush video wow. from something that happened that day already up and running. So people have been asking on... Uh... Social media about it, so it's it's up. It's uh, yeah, Google's it? Super Bowl ad, Preston and Steve style, <laughs> and you can check that out now. Brought to you by uh, Punchline uh, Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. All right, let's see if you know the answer. We're going to do the trash. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Patient First. Co- uh, cold and flu season is here. <laughs> Patient First is here to help. I, it's yeah. What did I say earlier? It's the Claude. 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 <laughs> Harry. Urgent care that's open 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day of the year. 20 Eastern Pennsylvania and South Jersey area medical centers. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Lady Gaga involved in some very energetic making out with a mystery man around Miami this week. Amazingly, those who are up close to the couple are certain said mystery man was former Attorney General Jeff Sessions. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that wild? It is. I've never pegged it. Never would have thought that. Pamela Anderson and her husband, John Peters, have split. After 12 days of marriage, Anderson says the most tragic part of the split is that neither of them will get their first election from the Jelly of the Month Club. (laughs) And finally, Meghan Markle's people denying she will be appearing on our best friend Jessica Mulroney's new reality show titled I Do Redo. Markle says she's already committed to a season of Ice Road Truckers. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this. Uh, in the Google commercial during the Super Bowl, we learned that Loretta's one weird nipple points to which dis- which state? 215-263-WMMR. Let's go to Clay for the answer. Hey, Clay. Hey, how you doing? Good, man. So uh, Loretta's one weird nipple points to which state? I believe it was Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. You're right. Hang on, Clay. We are going to give you a uh, fully dipped classic gold rose from Steven Singer Jewelers. You can get his brand new rose gold rose for Valentine's Day. It's a rose gold gold rose starting at just $69. And they're only available at IHateStevenSinger.com. So get them now. Music news time. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Is that a Jewish thing? Right, take three. It is brought to you by Patient First. Cold and flu season is here. Patient First is here to help. Urgent care that's open 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day of the year. 20 Eastern Pennsylvania and South Jersey area medical centers. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. All right, so I'm going to start. I was going to hold this story till later on in, in music news, but I'm going to lead with this. This is this is pretty wild. Uh, actress Ray Dawn Chong revealed she had an affair with Mick Jagger in 1976 when she was 15 years old and he Whoa. was 33. So this uh, <clears throat> is linear to the legend of uh, Mick Jagger, who supposedly slept with um, Mackenzie Phillips. Mackenzie Phillips. Well, she's in this story, too. But listen to this, because this is a very interesting take on this, okay? 
Uh, Chong, who's now uh, 58 years old, she's a grandmother and daughter of uh, Cheech and Chong's Tommy Chong, of course. Yes. Spoke to England's The Mail on Sunday and attempted to do some damage control, explaining <clears throat> that during a chat with Hollywood Reporters, what happened in Hollywood podcast, she was asked how she scored her starring role in Commando, the movie. To which she answered, I got it because I'd been in a Jagger video, which was just another night. Great song. And then <clears throat> she said, they asked me how I knew Mick, and before I knew it, I blurted out that I had had sex with him when I was 15. It just slipped out. She explained the two met in 1977 at the house of John Phillips, of huh. Mom the Papa's fame, whose daughter, actress Mackenzie Phillips, was Chong's best friend. There you go. She recalled meeting Jagger, who was still married to his wife, Bianca. She said, he never asked me how old I was, and I never told him. It never came up. I remember thinking he was really cute. He had tousled hair, and I thought, oh, man, he is beautiful. He said, what are you doing right now? And I said, nothing, really. He grabbed me by my hand, and we jumped in his limo, and we went straight to a recording studio. The Stones were there. I was in the background. I remember being in there for hours and hours, and then I slept at his apartment. I knew what I was doing. I was experimenting with Mick. I was having fun. Uh-huh. She went on to say, this is my story. I can only tell it as I see it. This is my truth. Yes, I was only 15, but it was my body, my choice, my decision. I'm not defined by what happened to me with Mick Jagger. Right. I'm not upset by wow. it either. I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. Sex has become a dirty subject. It's not. Sex is fun. Chong, who believes that Jagger should not be vilified in today's Me Too, Me Too culture, said, I feel incredibly bad about it. Uh, it's me and my big mouth. My family and friends knew about it, but it's not something I'd ever dined, on, dined out on. It didn't traumatize me. It wasn't a Me Too movement, move, uh, moment. It was something that empowered me, too. I knew I had the power to pick and choose whatever man I wanted. I, I was keen to have uh, to have every experience I could. Mick was part of that. He did nothing wrong. He didn't make me do anything I didn't want to do. It was the 1970s, a different era. I wasn't a victim. I don't want him to get into trouble about this. It wasn't traumatizing. I knew what I was doing. I wasn't an innocent schoolgirl. I always acted a lot older than I was, and I was grown up at 15. I think, uh, judging also by, we're looking at the video here, she looks much more mature than 15. Yeah, she does. So I would, uh, you know, I could see that. But that, listen, it's her experience and her right to own it that way. And she's saying, you know, he, what he did was everything was above board. So yeah, She okay. says uh, Mick was very beautiful, very shy, very self-absorbed. I hope one day you'll be in commando. <laughs> she said uh, he had great lips. He was a great kisser. He wasn't that much older than me in my brain. He was 33 and young and gorgeous with a nice body. It wasn't a bad thing. It was fabulous. Totally rock and roll. He didn't make me do anything I didn't want to do. But he was very vain, always looking in the mirror, she of said. he was. Uh, regarding her reunion with Mick in 1985 for his first solo video and the expanded uh, Running Out of Luck film, uh, Chong said, uh, Jerry wasn't jealous, meaning Jerry Hall is right. common-law wife, I think. I don't know if they officially got married. But uh, Mick and I were done by then, she said. We hung out as friends. He talked about his kids all the time. He was concerned and proud of them. I was impressed what a good dad he is. Uh, he might be a crappy boyfriend, but he's a lovely father. Uh, according to the report in her journal, Radon lists in green ink Jagger's phone numbers and home address 
along with numbers of other men she was acquainted with, including comedian Steve Martin and Hollywood actor Ryan O'Neill. She was probably of age for those, right? Don't know. We don't know. Don't All know. right. Thought it was quite interesting. Do you think that's... at any point in time Jagger himself was ever considered for the role of John Matrix in Commando? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My name is John Matrix. Yeah. I lied. <laughs> Uh, interesting. Very, very interesting. That's why I thought it was a kind of a wild story. Normally, normally you don't no, hear but she's... stories of that age and yeah. and that happening with um, her looking at it as, no, this, I wanted to do that. I did it. I'm glad I did it. And, you know, so on. Where it doesn't hold waters on the Mackenzie Phillips side, where dad was having sex with his daughter. Oh, my God. Well, th- That's yes. a whole level of hell. Most definitely. Metallica frontman James James Hetfield made his first major public appearance since entering rehab last fall on Thursday night when an exhibit featuring 10 of his classic custom cars opened with a ticketed reception at the Peterson Automotive Museum in Los Angeles. He's got some amazing vehicles. He even took part in a chat and helped auction two of his ESP guitars at the event. He indicated he was proud to have his work on display at the museum, saying... There's no other place like this. The Peterson is the pinnacle. It's the best place to have your vehicles. They weren't doing me much good sitting in my garage. I love looking at them. The best part is they're all together. And it's the best part. I didn't want to auction them off and have them go all over the world. It's a collection. It marks my life. Also in attendance were Metallica bassist Robert Trujillo, along with uh, former Van Halen member Michael Anthony, and Jerry Cantrell was there as well. Uh, Hatfield, by the way, has uh, been out of the public eye since last fall when he checked into rehab. Former Red Hot Chili Peppers guitarist Josh Klinghoffer has offered his most detailed remarks yet on his recent dismissal from the group in a new interview with Rolling Stone. Klinghoffer was let go in December after a 10-year run with uh, uh, the gang and was replaced by longtime Peppers axe man John Frusciante, who Klinghoffer took over for in 2010. Uh, Klinghoffer received the news from his bandmates during a meeting at Flea's house. Meanwhile, Klinghoffer says that he suspected the seeds for Frusciante's return had been planted far earlier, with the guitarist reaching out to Anthony Kiedis and their tour manager as much as 18 months ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he said, uh, John Who are you talking to? Was definitely showing his face in Chili Pepper World a little bit, just with emails and apologies about past behavior. So every time I would hear a story about that, I thought, what's he doing? Does he want to come back? That son of a bitch. <laughs> Klinghoffer said his firing was a total blindside as the band were so far into the writing of new record, adding, uh, here's an album that was more than half written, but I guess I let my guard down because I thought we had done so much work. I uh, said he expected the band to scrap the music they worked on and start over. He's in a new band called Plural One, and they're going to be opening for Pearl Jam on a lot of their dates. Well, there you go. That's a bounce back. Yeah, have you ever heard? You never heard of them? I don't Pearl know Wayne? anything about them except that Klinghoffer's in them and uh, that they're opening up for Pearl Jam. So I didn't know what I didn't even know Plural One and Klinghoffer were the same entity until Pearl Jam announced that they that they were going to have this band open for them on a bunch of their dates. Uh, and now oh, I know. Glad cool. he's glad he's got work. My Chemical Romance fans are furious after Ticketmaster deployed a dynamic pricing practice that allowed the price of tickets for the band's highly anticipated North American reunion tour to increase dramatically based on their demand. (laughs) As a result, many fans uh, writing in an online queue for tickets or waiting in an online queue for tickets after they went on sale Friday morning were presented with ticket prices hundreds of dollars above the original face value. 
with less than desirable seats in some cities going for over $1,000. Oh, my God. So this is some sort of what algorithm that increases the... I don't know how That's it works. That's just insanity. The fan outrage what the was fuck is this? Uh, intense enough that Ticketmaster, hashtag Ticketmaster began trending on Twitter. My Chemical Romance attempted to help by limiting uh, ticket transfer options and announcing additional stops in Newark, New Jersey, and two more dates in L.A. Huh. <clears throat> but numerous fans were left empty-handed or forced to face even more exorbitant prices on the secondary market. So they're pretty pissed. <clears throat> and I'm going to end with this. I thought this was kind of neat. Original Beatles drummer Pete Best got the last laugh on social media with his response to a rhetorical question that was going viral over the past few days. On January 29th, the Fab Four's official social social media platforms posted the question, who or what got you into the Beatles? And so thousands of pan or fans were providing, you know, like my dad, sure, right, I, yeah. I listened to him, blah, 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 or, you know, I, so on and so forth, sharing their stories, who or what got them into the Beatles? Pete Best simply tweeted, Paul called me and asked me to join. That's what got me into the Beatles. <laughs> I love that line. Uh, on August 12, 1960, Pete Best auditioned for the Beatles in his mother's Liverpool nightclub called the Casbah. Best was asked to join the group, which then included original bassist Stuart Sutcliffe and the two uh, to begin a two-month residency in Hamburg, Germany. To, um... Why did he leave the band? Did he get kicked out? Like, he he kind of got kicked out. He wasn't. There are a couple reasons. Number one, he wasn't that good of a drummer. He was just kind of okay. Uh, and number two, um, the word was John was a little jealous of the attention he was getting from the ladies, and right. there was a, it was a, it was an ego claim. He's good looking, yeah. And uh, and John was, you know, he was, okay. He was, I don't like he was it. the alpha, right? Uh, but so, yet, you, then you have Paul McCartney in the band, who's another like heartthrobby kind of. Yeah. But he had the talent. But he could write yeah. songs. So and There's and the difference. And Ringo was already, Ringo was kind of a star to those guys, literally a Ringo star. Yeah. But he was already in a well-known band, okay. uh, you know, Roy Hurricane, or was it Roy Hurricane? Uh, no, Roy and the Hurricanes. But anyway, they were already like stars in Liverpool. Okay. And he was an established drummer, and he was the older, he was older than all of them, and they were like, they were like let's get this guy, he's really great. They had had a hit with the song We Wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that person? Yeah. Rory Storm. There you go. Oh. Rory Storm. Did they um, take care of him financially after all their uh, massive successes? I don't think so. Yeah, they gave him bus fare. Oh, that's I nice. Don't think so. No, I, he, is, he has made a living yeah. off of that connection yeah. uh, and the story. And he had uh, uh, books. And uh, I think Preston's right, though, as far as the, the uh, musical capabilities just weren't there. There's a nice little story about him in the, in the <coughs> book that you're, you're checking out, which is uh, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. Yeah. And how... Later on in life, he actually became, he was very, very glad that he went a different route. Really? And he ended up being a very happy person. So yeah. he ended up having a, a good life. So good on him. All right. That is what I have for you in mm. uh, music news. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. And we have we have a word of the week prize. Oh, my God. It's going to make you scream. <laughs> Absolutely. It made Casey scream this morning. It'll make you feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> We'll come back with the letter of the day when we return. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, thank you to Aiden Gillen, actor. Yeah. Who's on the show this morning. Project Blue Book. Yep. Woo! Tuesdays. 10 p.m. History Channel. Who's calling us from Scotland. So the phone line was a little bit. Uh, tough with a bit of a delay. He said a remote part of Scotland, too, apparently was oh. working on a project. 
Nice. Uh, so you can uh, check the program out on History Channel, 10 p.m. on Tuesday nights. Uh, we also had a concert announcement. If you missed that, Guns N' Roses, Wednesday, July 8th, Citizens Bank Park. Tickets will go on sale Friday at noon. Ticketmaster.com. And there's a pre-sale that's going to be Thursday. And you can get the details at WMMR.com. And Jackie Bam Bam and Jackson are going to have tickets to uh, give away uh, this week. So make, that you're, make sure that you do tune in for that. Pierre is back. From his big Super Bowl bash last night. How Hell you doing, yeah. man? Hell yeah. Yep. Nice to see you. How are you? Nice ya? to see you, kids. Uh, and uh, teams won and lost. Yeah, it's true. It, it happens. It yeah. Did. The sun rises, the sun sets. That's good. It's perfect <laughs> color commentary because every bit of that is true. Exactly. There's nothing that is impunable in that information. The grass is always greener on the other side. Is it? Uh, not oh, necessarily. Okay. But, <laughs> not, um, but, you know. For the purposes of this conversation, For the it purposes is. of this conversation, it can be. Uh, other than that, did you have a good weekend? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I had a great weekend. Nice. How about you? Uh, no, not so much, actually. Oh, but, you know, I'm sorry. these things happen. I could have come over and washed your car. He wouldn't have been there. No, it was, uh, my mother fell and broke her ribs, so I oh, had to go. Dear. I had to go oh, and uh, you didn't know. Don't worry about it. So I had, I had to go down, had to, go down to Florida. She was. <laughs> she blames Pierre, though. Yes. It was my fault. <laughs> I, I'll take. Re- I, I blame me for everything. Please do. Please. She was listening to the stream live, and, yeah, and uh, that she was rocking it. out. That would do. And it. you were just putting forth such a solid stream of rock that she was swept up in it. Well. And, I didn't want to say this, but no, but it was one of his cuckoo kachus that knocked her down. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. And she fell and uh, boom. I am so sorry. You so need Preston. to be a little more... Um, Sensitive. Yeah, of when you start wielding those things. Yeah, when you powerful. throw those things around, yeah, they're pretty jarring. Well, a zap has got a lot of voltage. Yeah, yeah. And a cuckoo kachoo is something else altogether. <laughs> True. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, shall we do the letter of the day? I think. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Oh, <laughs> B as in boy. All right, B. And did you hear the prize we have? <laughs> I did. We have a pair of three-day tickets to see fish. Woo! August 14th, 15th, and 16th on the Atlantic City Beach Plus Hotel stay for three nights at Borgata Hotel, Casino, and Spa. God, that's good. That's a nice Pretty sweet deal. So, uh, tickets for all three (laughs) fish shows on uh, the AC Beach go on sale this Friday at noon via Ticketmaster.com. So, we'll give that away on Friday. Pretty cool deal. Um, what's happening on the program today? One more day of easy money, and this is it. You guys had your last opportunity. I have my last two at eight, at, or excuse me, at eleven and one, and then uh, Jackson two more this afternoon at four and six before we put this contest to rest for a while. Uh, so that's good. A possibility of a thousand bucks coming your way. We also have workforce blocks of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Graham Nash uh, had a birthday yesterday. STP Robert DeLeo had a birthday yesterday, and the Kinks. Uh, Dave Davies has a birthday today, plus the vinyl cut will be in honor of uh, the great Buddy Holly, who sadly we lost today, but um, the great song from Don McLean I happen to have on vinyl, which celebrates his life uh, in uh, the day the music died, American Pie. American Pie, it's a great song. Yeah, a You've been playing song. the full, was it 10 minutes? I think, how long is yeah, it? Yeah, something like that. It's yeah. great. It's a great it's, song. It's an amazing story, so we'll, we'll get that. Cool. Excellent. Thank you, Pierre. And speaking of thanks, I'm going to thank our sponsors brought to you today, the President C Show, Villanova. College of Professional Studies. You can pursue pursue the next you. 
Also brought to you by the Aviation Institute of Maintenance. Call today and start training tomorrow. Call triple eight fix jets. Did you want to do a shard out before we wrap oh, up? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank do you it. so much, man. Because uh, I'm going to do a shard out and thank you to uh, also a sponsor that uh, is many times a sponsor of the show, and that's Winter Airport Parking. I used them yesterday and on Friday, and they were just awesome. So I uh, appreciate that. And then Casey had a shard out. So I want to do a shard out and a happy uh, 22nd birthday uh, yesterday. To Zach Cariola. Uh, Zach was actually the referee at my son's basketball game on Saturday. Ah. Huge fan of the show. Celebrated a 22nd birthday yesterday. Best ref we've ever had. Excellent. Um, tomorrow's program, Bob Harper will be getting in touch with us. Bob Harper. Bob Harper of... Biggest loser. Biggest, Biggest loser. loser. That's right. yes, the trainer. That's right. Yep. Uh, so that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Talking about these guys with beards making them look like they're men. They ain't men. Come on. How can they be men when they're wearing skinny jeans and man buns? Next message. Well, good morning, everybody. I hope you all liked the stripper bowl last night. <laughs> I was praying for a nip flip or something. Next message. Oh, my God. Am I the only person on this road that actually has somewhere to be and not all day to get there? Drive! The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.